everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 27, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. I'm Chloe. And uh, today we are joined by a special guest who's been on uh, a few times before, and that is Mr. Jacob Bowers. Jacob number one. Jacob number one, to be... Uh, That's why I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, hi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. No problem. Making the drive. But today we have a pretty big show, I guess. We're going to be talking about Star Wars, The Last Jedi, the first Star Trek reboot, the J.J. Abrams one. Then we also have a couple trailers to talk about. Chloe's not happy. I'm fine. Uh, we, got some good, <laughs> we got some good listener questions. And so it's going to be a, a good show. So, you all right? Oh, Jacob just spilled the water. Party foul. Party foul. Trying to get the this cell phone under my foot. This Jacob. also happened last time you were here. Oh my God. <laughs> Jacob, you're not off to a good start, my friend. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. All right. Uh, well, how's everybody doing? Do we like a towel or? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Let the dog in here, maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Chloe's doing well. Yeah. I'm. Over the cold, working out again, which is nice. So now my muscles are sore, and I'm losing sleep because my muscles ache. So. But that's a nice feeling, isn't it? It is. I like that feeling. But the 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 loss of sleep is not. It's a, still a bit disconcerting. Yeah. Uh, but I the the burn is good. It's a good burn. <laughs> You're such an interesting person, yeah. Brayden. Yeah, Brayden. So okay. so dimensional. You're an enigma. <laughs> I'm an enigma. <laughs> Wrapped in a riddle. How does yeah. that go? A riddle wrapped in a enigma? I don't know, anyhow. Yeah. No, let's take the time. Let's figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I had friends in high school who said that all the time. Really? Oh, wrapped in an enigma. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in a something, something. I don't know. Anyhow. Hmm. Well, but. Jacob, you uh, just graduated from college, right? That's true. Congrats. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> How's everything else going for you these days? Uh, it's all right. Just sort of hanging out, uh, applying to things every day, trying to break into whatever yeah field yeah building mm-hmm. building <laughs> cars <laughs> made myself a website oh really cool. for uh what what purpose just to put my work on there and stuff nice so everyone can look at it nice what's that uh that address <laughs> he's plugging you i made it uh i made it on a, a free website builder because uh, funds are low so <laughs> it's uh jacob alexander bowers dot wix site that's a w-i-x uh, <laughs> dot com slash jb productions <laughs> okay so everyone can go visit that i'll probably i might have to leave that in the show notes <laughs> yeah you know? that's, that's a mouthful it's, it's, right it's a like new one <laughs> that's okay though but that's awesome that you've done that so uh well chloe what's what's going on with you not much i can't remember to be honest with you it's cool it's can't one remember. Of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah one of those Braden, uh, anything else besides just uh, no. normal life? No, normal life. Yeah. Over the cold. It's Happy good. with that. Yeah. Always a good thing. I'm also getting over a cold. Oh, really? Mm. Nice. Cool. Chloe, are you? No. No? Consider <laughs> yourself. No, right. You know, no when you have a cold and you're in it and it's just really awful <clears throat> for like several days and then after it's over you're just congested for like six months? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of going through right now. The congestion's mostly gone, thankfully, but I mm. still have a cough or nasal drip from time to time. 
well. This is going to be your highest rated show yet. I know. This, this, is, gonna be, this, is, gonna this be, is starting <laughs> off with a bang. There you go, Daisy. Yeah. 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 All kinds of exciting. Yeah. This well, is what the listeners are here for. I know, right? Well, Christmas is coming. And... Uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah has oh, passed. Yeah, it's like the yeah. it's like the twentieth already. Yeah. Yeah, we're Good done. Lord, so. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, cool. Has everyone done their shopping? Uh, I've done most, but I gotta do a few people. It's the mm. glory of online shopping. We're yeah. not really going Gonza this year, so you know, my parents are getting <clears> the certificates. Methods. I already got something for my fiance. Uh, and I got a Secret Santa gift for my coworkers. Wait, nice. who's your Secret Santa? So oh. I can't, I can't tell you, person? because if they listen, then that ruins the whole thing. Is surprise. it Marco? Listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> is it... No, I'm not telling you. Wait, 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 wait. I can narrow it down really easily, though. We can do it, we can do it, it off air. We can do it off air. Is it Sarah? We'll, we'll do it off air. It's Will. All the, all the international <laughs> listeners can... I'll uh... tell you, it's not Will, but... Is Sarah? Well, There's nobody are. left. I'm not telling you, because <laughs> if they listen... This is my favorite. I love guessing things like this, though. Well, we can do that. Judging by your expression. It's like my version of Mindhunters trying to figure out. Nice. I think it's Sarah. Okay. It's Sarah. <laughs> what, For all the international listeners them. out there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about your parents? What? Hmm? Oh, no, parents? I haven't gotten anything from my parents yet. Oh, but okay. I know what I'm getting, <clears throat> getting them. It's it's just gift certificates. <laughs> nice. And again, oh, I'm not going to mention to what in case they actually listen to this, which they probably don't. I thought you said death certificate. <laughs> death certificate, yeah. <laughs> Might be a little a little morbid for Christmas. But. I'm getting them that. I'm getting them some nice plots of land in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. There's a BOGO cemetery next, really close to my house. Wow. It's BOGO like 10 months out you of the year. You want to buy up some real estate? Yeah, there are two months in the year where it's not BOGO. But the I'm rest... Gonna, that's, that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to go buy cemetery plots... And do a tiny house on it. Might as well do it early, you know? What a life. That <laughs> a tiny, tiny haunted house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tiny. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And then when I die, they can just bury my house. Or just leave it. Then we just leave it. Yeah. It's already there. But the crows have that. It's already there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting Christmas ideas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else before we get to it? No. 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 Jacob? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> all right. Pretty plain. So I guess, yeah, so we can, with all that done, we can get into <laughs> our <laughs> review of Star Wars, is this episode eight? Yes. Episode yes. eight, The Last Jedi. Oh, I was, I was like, it's like 23, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm way behind this time. And yeah, so let's go ahead and do that, and we have a clip, so take a listen. <laughs> I'll edit, edit that out. He won't. He always says he's going to edit things out and then he just leaves me humming for two minutes. You've seen this place. I need dreams. Who are you? Something inside me is awake. Light. Darkness. This is not going to go the way you think. Kylo found you. I won't. 
So, Star Wars The Last Jedi is directed by Ryan Johnson, I guess written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Stars Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, uh, Domino Gleeson, Donal, Donal, Donal. Gwendolyn Christie, Laura Dern, Benicio Del Toro, and some bunch of others. And the plot synopsis is, Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to do battle with the First Order. So, As they, messy as that was, was very accurate to the movie. That's <laughs> not accurate at all, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest. Pretty nice out at the same so time. Different. Yeah. It was very it, exciting for me. Okay. I didn't know that Laura, Laura Dern. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Laura Dern was in this movie. I surprised. I forgot. Yeah, she, I she, is. she is. I knew that because she they is. have multiple True. different covers of Entertainment Weekly with various cast members from Star Wars, and she was on there with Oscar Isaac. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And she had her purple hair. Got the girl. She know, their relationship like was my favorite of the whole movie. Mm. Yeah, that was. That I was... want a rom com <laughs> spin off. Laura Dern was was awesome. I liked her character. She's a spectacular actress. How yeah. old Holdo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her name is Holdo. 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 Interesting. Holdo. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Cause it's kind Holdo. of makes. Yeah. I wanna, yeah. yeah kind of. I can't you don't. I feel embarrassed now. What? So excited we saw it together, and then Brady. Well, you weren't me. watching it with me. You were there with your friends. Yeah, it and was Marco. Just incidental that and Marco. Who's my friend? Not that he's not my friend. We just. <laughs> anyway Marco works with me and he just yeah. that's you no, know but, uh, they're not mutually Brady... exclusive three things people that work with me cannot be your friends and people who are your friends cannot work with me uh, but Brain met his biggest fan yeah Meg. she didn't say anything she was really excited she was, yeah oh yeah was she she didn't see very it. shy and excited I still okay. need to meet her no inside yeah. she was freaking out <clears throat> Okay. <clears throat> Brain, you and then she said, "She said when you when we walked away, she said he pulled out his catchphrase, and I was like, what is his catchphrase?' And she and she just went, okay. <laughs> That's a good catchphrase, yeah. Brain. I didn't know I had a catchphrase. <laughs> I didn't either. Things, things I don't know about myself. Brain, you have a celebrity status now. Ooh. Yeah. You better watch. Mega loves you. Mega hates everybody. So yeah. it's pretty exciting. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can throw it off to. Uh, our guest here. So, Jacob, what did you think of uh, Last Jedi? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. I've never uh, I've never been the biggest Star Wars fan, and it doesn't have anything to do with not liking Star Wars. It just has to do with the fact that I, I never uh, engaged in it as a child. So, I didn't watch any of the movies <laughs> <laughs> until 11th grade. I watched them all back-to-back really? over my Thanksgiving break in 11th grade. Um my favorite is Attack of the Clones. Mm. So I'm just Interesting just choice. Start off strong with that. That is. I thought that was a cartoon. Probably is. The Clone Wars is a oh. cartoon. Okay. Come on, Chloe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think the the originals are bad. You know, like I know some people are like, oh, the prequels are better or something. Like, oh, the original, but I don't know. I, I, I like them all. Who and, says uh, the prequels are better? I don't know. I couldn't read. There are that. some people. There's like a few. Mm. The prequels. Dozens. 
are the first one is absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. The second one is is watchable. The third one actually I think is actually a pretty good film. Obviously, it's marred by a few things, largely Hayden Christensen. Right. Um, plus, I don't know the entire series. I found Natalie Portman's acting a little wooden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, <coughs> I'm shook. But I liked watching the decline of Anakin in, in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Or yep. the rise. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I to, part of me wonders to what extent you didn't get into the Star Wars series because you started with the whole Phantom. That would have been when you were introduced to it, as the Phantom Menace, and then uh, Attack of the Clones, and then yeah, I think what it, the Sith. I think I watched. I think I saw Attack of the Clones in theaters, so I was very young. And yeah. then I didn't watch Star Wars again until eleventh grade, and I started. I watched them four, five, six, one, two, three. I didn't watch them chronological. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I you had a... You watch them chronological in terms of the yeah, universe, terms of but the not in terms state. of real life. No, opposite. Yeah, yeah, in terms of the release dates. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a Jar Jar action figure as a kid, took him everywhere, you know, I just liked how he looked. Mm. So, uh, so, uh, but, but anyways, on to the new ones. <laughs> you really seem to like Star Wars for not liking Star Wars, Jacob. Well, I never said I didn't like it. I just said I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch it until later. You just said you wanted to... What, when did you have an action figure you carried around? I just had a George Rowe action figure, but I had never seen The Phantom Menace. Strange. <laughs> so you didn't have any negative <laughs> associations with this. That's, that must explain why you yeah, were so willing to carry around. Things. Interesting response. Yeah. So, so Maybe a Jar Jar moving, on to, uh, <clears throat> moving on to the next ones. <laughs> the Force Awakens I really liked. Um... <laughs> I, I agree that it was uh, <clears throat> retreading, you know, previous territory, but that didn't really bother me. You know, I liked the, the retelling, and then, uh, so, so I really I really liked that one, and then moving on to The Last Jedi, finally. We, uh, I saw it the other day, Sunday night, and, um... Where were you sitting in the, the theater? I was sitting <laughs> in the very back row. Cool. Some people from UNCG were actually there, too. They were in front of me. Oh, nice. Uh, we was sat it the in school the theater? Reclining seats. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't like it as much as The Force Awakens, but I didn't think it was, like, the worst thing in the world. And I think a lot of people are ready, a lot of people are just sort of ready to hate these movies, you know? I think they're just, they're, they're just, like, before they even were announced, they're just like, yeah, no, I hate it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I haven't really felt that way, but, uh... Who's doing that because the critics are going bananas? Well, fans are, like, fans really divided, like though. It. I, think well, I don't care I think about it's mostly fans. fans. Oh, no, yeah. but in terms fans of fans are horrible. being... Being yeah. fans ready to hate it immediately. It's like, so, Rotten Tomatoes, it has really, or the critics is like 98, and then the fans of like 40. 50, 40, yeah. 40 yeah. I think that, that with this movie, Ryan Johnson, it seems like Ryan Johnson got to do like most of what he wanted to do, which is strange because like Phil Lord was fired for that. Uh, and then Whoa, he was like, fired from the Han Solo Was movie. it his wife? And Chris Miller? Or her Was it Billy Lord's dad? I don't think so. I, I only like interesting celebrities. I think Billy Lord is like L O U R D. This was L O R D. Darn. Not Carrie Fisher's. But yeah, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, uh, they wanted to sort of do their own thing with uh, with the Han Solo movie, and they were they were fired because of that because you know um, Kathleen Kennedy, she says like Star Wars has to be a very specific thing, and so I think Ryan Johnson achieved that with making it a very sanitized corporate, you know, like Star Wars franchise movie. But then there were just. So many, like it could have just been that I was I was very tired, but until that last <laughs> battle scene, 
until that until that last battle scene, I felt like I was sort of a, in a fever dream. Just a lot of the movie just felt so bizarre. To yeah, me. it was really like weird. I don't know I don't know why. It just I was just like, this is just what's happening right now. It's just so weird. Yeah, and no. like and 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 so so. I felt like a lot of what it did was was more like just bizarre like indie stuff, less like, you know, Disney franchise stuff. At least until the very end, you know. So uh, oh. trying to like put put all my thoughts together, I, I, I you're just, doing it well. I think I think that uh, <laughs> I think I I liked it less than The Force Awakens, but um, you know, I didn't think it was like a garbage fire or anything. You know, I just thought I just thought <laughs> it was just fire. just thought it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, Jacob, just... you're a huge Psych fan, right? Yeah. I heard it both ways. She loves Psych. I'm obsessed with Psych. She loves yeah. Psych. Yeah. Anyway, we're we talking it, about the Psych movie It now? just turned out, yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, oh, I should say. All of Psych is streaming on Amazon now. They took it off Netflix. What? It's all on Amazon what? No shit. They took it off Netflix, it was terrible. Um. Yeah. I should say, so let's do a... A general non-spoiler discussion, like a brief one, and then let's mm-hmm. save the spoilers. Yeah, I was trying to keep it to yeah non-spoiler. The spoiler. Um, and then we'll uh get into. I'll put either the spoiler discussion right afterwards or at the end of the show. So right now we're in non-spoiler territory. I felt um to to sum it all up, I felt like there's probably a longer cut of this movie somewhere there it is. that it goes over three hours. a little bit more in depth and, and ties up some loose ends and keeps subplots from being entirely dropped and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think, I think Ryan Johnson did a good job, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, uh, I think it's very, I think it's very hard to please fans. Like I think that the best way to please fans would have been not to make a seventh, eighth and ninth Star Wars movie. Cause it <laughs> seems like there was no possible way that you could. Yeah you could accomplish appeasing any of the fans because i've seen like two people be like yeah they're good everyone's just like no it's just zero percent you know mm-hmm. it's just so so many fans just like absolutely hate these new star wars yeah. movies. everybody i've talked to except for you really liked it and you pretty much you liked it quite yeah. a bit yeah mm-hmm. well, but everybody yeah. else was obsessed with yeah. it i've talked well, to well Braden, uh you're the the, the, the big Star Wars fan. The foremost authority. For the most part. Well, I don't know that I'm a foremost yeah, authority. Yeah, it's so funny. He was sort of... I've read a bunch of the books and he hasn't read any of them. No. <laughs> Shocking. I played with the action figures as a child. And, you know, I've, I've had a long uh, sort of fascination with the Star Wars, mostly because it's a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't read any of the books. Um, I did read some of the comic books in my younger days, but... <laughs> Two weeks ago. Um, yeah, two weeks ago. No, uh, back when I was in college, I think. I oh, we left. Graphic novels. <laughs> but, um, I, the one strange thing, personal, that I took away from this is I really enjoyed the film, but I, it, it wasn't, it didn't hold the, the fascination for me the way that the films did when I was a child. The awe. The awe. That's because Star Wars is all spectacle, and there's right. like no I feel real like, plot. I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like the Last Jedi was lacking magic, and like the Force Awakens, I think achieved that magic. But then, like the Last Jedi seemed to be lacking it. I don't know if it was just because it was like a sequel with the same characters. They weren't. They couldn't introduce anyone new. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure. Hmm. I, I don't know if it was necessarily <laughs> that it was lacking magic. I think it's just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe it's just the process of maturation and. It just doesn't hold the nostalgia for me the way that mm-hmm. the films did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember when The Phantom Menace came out, it could also be that. Uh, because The Phantom Menace was so awful, and I was so it excited. That was, 
it was when I was 22 and I was living in New York mm -hmm. and I was so excited about the new trilogy and then I went and saw Phantom Menace and it was terrible. And, it's, and he can never love again. Yeah. I can never love again. My heart is broken. <laughs> so you were 22 when I'm Phantom a, Menace came out. Yeah. I'm not 22 now. <laughs> I believe I was like six or something. Yeah. Seven. I'm, I'm an old fart. <laughs> <laughs> we know this for the record. This has been, yeah. this has been established before. on record. Um, but uh, it was fun. I thought I really enjoyed this film, um, despite despite not holding the, the, the fascination, the magic, the nostalgia <coughs> that I held when I was younger. Um, I thought it was a good film. I thought it was sort of, again, another return to form. And I thought uh, the, few, the few difficulties that it did have, um, namely the middle section sort of dragging because there were so many divergent storylines and it seemed a little scattershot in terms of what they were doing. The middle six hours. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, Benicio del Toro. It's amazing. Maybe. I loved him. Why was he there? Oh wait. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that may have been. You get what, all together, you get maybe five minutes of Benicio del Toro. I think there were probably time. more more scenes with him that did not make it into the movie. That's that's my guess. Yeah. Quite possibly. But I mean, I I loved his performance. I'll say that. I mean, so. his performance was fine. I have no issues with wasted that, potential. But mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's what a lot of people have said. Although I do remember one critic who said there was no point in him being there, and his performance was flat. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'd say there's not a huge point for him being there, but I'm glad he was, and it was him. Joaquin Phoenix you know? was the original. Hmm. Would have been interesting. Oh, I meant to mention that um, the Finn Rose love story Jesus. was completely pointless. Terrible. Brutal. Completely pointless. Terrible. Did not, and I did not like the Rose actor. Actress. Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, wasn't was not a fan. She told her family that she was filming an indie movie in Canada, and she like really you know because I guess it's a really secret thing. So she literally brought them Canadian maple syrup like as proof. Like <laughs> here's your present from my trip. <laughs> She's great. I just don't think she had a lot to work with in this. Wait, where's mm. she from? I Kelly seen. Marie Tran. I mean, I can't recall anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> But she's great. I've seen her in she's something. great. Just not in this. Look her bio up <clears throat> online. I don't. No, I haven't. Okay. I don't remember having seen her in anything before. But, mm. but like when they when they kissed, I was like, what? "Spoiler, Jacob!" Oh my yeah. God. Spoiler. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was confused because I didn't think it was leading in that direction at all. Jacob, <laughs> hold it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, all for all you romantics out there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well. Brent, any other initial thoughts? Um, no, I mean, I, I thought I really, really, really <laughs> enjoyed uh, Daisy Ridley mm -hmm. and Adam I Driver. I, I, Adam I, Driver. I really liked both. Oh, yeah, that, that dynamic and, was so well done. So yeah, I exactly. Agree. I mean, them as actors individually within their roles are spectacular. Adam Driver in particular. Because yeah, first, really my first introduction to him was with girls. And I only watched maybe five minutes of girls... And said, "This is utter garbage," and never watched it again. Sorry, you're fine. And um, <laughs> so that that I wasn't quite sure what to make of Adam Driver following that, but I have really liked him in the star of this new Star Wars series. Mm -hmm. I thought his his performance was very understated. He doesn't play; he plays it as more sort of um, whiny toddler. In a way, sort of petulant 
Maybe. Um, uh, uncertain. But with I mean, purpose. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he, you can tell he's driven, but he's just uncertain about what path he wants to take. And, you know. Oh my word. <laughs> but, um, I've really enjoyed both their performances and then the two of them together and the dynamic between the two of them. And this, this particular <clears throat> film I think is spectacular. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the reason why it sort of drags in the middle is setting up these different relationships between, you know, Finn and Rose Kiko and then, uh, uh, Kylo Ren and Ray, and uh, the, the, the thin side of things gets a little out there, but in terms of Kylo Ren and Ray, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching the two of them. Together. Have you seen that Joss Whedon movie, In Your Eyes? Mm-mm. No. Oh. Well, that's what happens with that. Interesting. <laughs> okay. uh, well, uh, well, Chloe, you're the bona fide Star Wars fan, so what did you uh, think of this thing? Mm, hard to say. Didn't care to begin with. Was not turned into enjoying it afterwards, so there we go. <laughs> the costumes were really good. Costumes were, all the jackets were super cool. I would love to have one of those. Oh, my goodness. Shots fired here. But no, I kept turning to my friends and just being like, I feel like somebody drugged me before watching this. That's how I felt. Ha- yeah, but I don't so like weird. it. I don't it like being drugged. <laughs> well, well, what was your. I mean, besides Also, the not... humor was just terrible. Missed the mark. See, I, I would say I was actually. I actually liked the humor in this. But well, if, you were, if you remember, there was just as much humor in The Force Awakens. I feel like people forget that there were just as many like cheesy yeah, but jokes. Those were well, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Awakens. There were there were a lot of cheesy jokes in the original series, and Empire Strikes Back not as much as in not as much in New Hope. Uh, but Empire Strikes Back, they had a lot of sort of cheesy one-liners and things like I mean, that. I mean, I would say the humor that I liked was probably mostly from performance rather than lines. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. anything, but I... Well, I mean, Mark uh, Hamill reprising his role as Luke Skywalker. I love I mean, the he little... has some of the best things. I mean, when it starts off in the... And I would no spoilers, but, but what he does, the first thing you see him do, you know, Ray is proffering him something, he just... Eh! You know, yeah, and he's yeah. so good at, at sort of playing the crotchety old he man. He hated everything Sassy. about the, hmm. his character. Well, he was, the he was, well, he was really good did at it, so that? it didn't come across that no, way. Yeah, he that. said, I hate everything you did with my character, but now I'll do my job and do it. But he hated well, he it. He did a really good job. I thought he had said that to George George Lucas or something, like way back when. He said, like, something like I fundamentally disagree with everything that you've put forth for this character, but I'll do it anyway because well, I respect you or something. Then like that. maybe he really uh, is in a little time loop. I don't know. Maybe. They did this time, too. If you look behind the curtain, you will be disappointed. Hmm. None of those people wanted to come back. (laughs) Really? Did they have to? They didn't have to. to, They agreed. Did they have Gary? Probably gave him the paycheck. (laughs) They have Gary Fisher? (laughs) Well, I thought Mark Hamill actually wanted it, because, I mean, he actually, of all the people, it took, I think, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford some time to sort of embrace Mm-hmm. What the the work that they had done in the Star Wars the, uh, the original Star Wars series? Because mm-hmm. um, they couldn't remember. <laughs> Mark Hamill, um, again referencing the biography of George, uh, Mark George Lucas that I had read. Mark Hamill was really the only original cast member um, who is well known and visible. I'm not talking, you know, Anthony Daniels or Peter Mayhew, uh, the people who were in costume, but. Uh, Mark Hamill was one of the was pretty much the only original visible conspicuous cast member who 
sort of embraced his role in the film and the cultural phenomena that be, that it became. And, you know, he, he even from the get-go, he started doing uh, the fan circuits. He's the OG Harry Potter. Kind of, kind of, in a way. Well put. Yeah. And <laughs> so, <clears throat> I thought he actually was excited about returning this, and I thought he liked what he what had done. That's what I heard. With the character. Well, Mark um, has just really... Well, I, know, I, I, well, I really liked him either way, so I thought yeah. he was good. Well, yeah. I had heard that he only wanted to come back if Harrison agreed to come back or something mm. along those lines. Mm. And then as I was saying when, when I came in, Harrison only wanted to come back if they killed him. So. Mm. Oh, that, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. yeah, so. Uh, well, oh, gosh. I don't know. It was just yeah. a lot. It was a lot, but like also said, nothing really don't, happened. Don't meet your heroes. Hey, I've met a lot of my heroes. They're yeah, she's met like nice. every person. I've like, met a lot of my heroes, and they're all super cool, so I disagree yeah. with this statement. Beef low, right? Nope. Oh, the best person. I'm sure Mark Hamill would be cool. Yeah, he then. seems really nice. He does, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, I, uh, <laughs> I'll go last year. So, I mean, I, I would say it took me... I'm not, like, a huge huge Star Wars fan either. I'm kind of like Jacob. I, I like them just because they're interesting science fiction. And I do kind of like how obsessed people can get. Like, I kind of get... I like kind of getting caught up in that, just kind of being in the theater. The and excitement. Seeing, yeah. But... I'll say it took me a good hour to get into this. <laughs> like, I was, I felt like the first hour was just all plot and just kind of repetitive action. And it was, the editing wasn't very good. It was just like long chunks of one story to another and not having much flow. But around the time where there's the, um, the stampede scene, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's, wow. that's when I started to, you know, oh, you know yeah. the, where they're, you know. I got it. That's when I started to actually start enjoying it. it just kind of evened out a little bit, and also the the little visual um, trick with Daisy Ridley in the cave thing. You know, mm. where she, you know that's kind of around the time that I started to enjoy it. Oh yeah, that's that's what I mean when I say that it's a bizarre. Like I don't know, I was like I was like my watching and, Under the Skin or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, but that stuff I actually really liked about it. It was, it was yeah, it was good. It was taking not really doing what you would think a Star Wars movie would do, but I still felt it was kind of overly long, um, kind of jumped around a lot. Um, I did love the lightsaber fight in the red room, I guess oh, you'd say. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah that was probably my favorite. And then the... Twin Peaks. I got it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, and then the end fight with all of the, the red dirt on the, the mm. salt plant. I love that. I liked it in the trailer. First 12 times. Right. And I did, I guess we'll say for spoilers, but I was kind of hoping, it felt like at times it would, it was about to do something crazy with the, the lore, and then it just wouldn't. And there's a few things I want to... I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, or the, as, that. at least that I was hoping it would do. It's mm -hmm. just as a regular moviegoer, but... Well... One thing I'll say, which I thought Ryan Johnson did really well, is is there were a few things that I sort of saw coming, um, which I won't say here because, or at least the main one, because it was, uh, it's spoilery, but, um... You've grown so much. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I say anything, everybody jumps down my throat, namely Chloe, jumps down my throat. Spoilers, spoilers! Uh, but, um... This particular film was strange because um, 
I don't know. The original, the original trilogy, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi, just, I don't know. It didn't seem as though there were any th overarching themes to the films. There wasn't, there wasn't sort of a, a grand ideal that, that, that the films centered on, focused on, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And in this one, it's interesting because there, there is. And I got the sense that it was, uh, all, all of these characters were, were struggling immensely with the concept of failure. Uh, you had the resistance on the verge of failure. You had uh, Luke Skywalker struggling with his failure. Kylo Ren struggling with his failure. Uh, uh, Ray struggling with failure in a sense. And so all these people and, and how they coped with failure. Mm -hmm. Uh, at least to me, that's what it seemed like through through which was sort of again this this overarching theme uh, throughout the film. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I necessarily saw. I mean, you could say maybe Empire Strikes Back there was sort of a theme, but I mean it wasn't. It didn't permeate the entirety of the film the way that I think failure did in this one. Mm -hmm. And so it was it was interesting because I think Ryan Johnson took a bit of a chance in terms of of placing this film uh constructing this film around a, a single theme mm -hmm. which again is not something that I, I think the rest of the star wars franchise has, has really done before mm -hmm. um or at least not to the extent that ryan johnson did with the script for last jedi mm -hmm. but how do you feel about the fish <laughs> which fish what are they called the little fishes little fishies the you fish mean the porgs the, the little fish. freaky the things on the on the island yeah. yeah i feel like we have to talk about the porgs i, I like them. the, the porgs fish. are very divisive i i i don't mind them well i don't mind them i mean that's part of the whole star wars thing is marketing crap and that's very obviously plushies <laughs> look plushies for kids <laughs> yeah everyone's complaining everyone's complaining about how the porgs are such an obvious like market towards selling Christmas toys to children, but I mean, That's I what had Star Wars is. yeah, no, I had I had a Jar Jar action figure. As we a kid. know, we know. Yeah. I mean, like like the Ewoks. Yeah, everyone wanted a little stuffed Ewok, you know. Mm -hmm. It was like at least the Ewoks were part of the plot. Well, okay, like I mean, they're not my least favorite species from this new movie. Is all I will say. They weren't even in it that the much. Porgs. The Porgs, they weren't even in it. You know they weren't even in that much. Yeah. Plot hole city. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Plot whole city, what? I don't want to... You want to save that we'll, for the spoiler? We'll save it for spoiler. I didn't yeah. say anything. Um, you want to save that, Chloe? I didn't say anything, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a couple other few non-spoiler things, and then we can get into spoilers. But one, one storyline I found to be incredibly bland, aside from Laura Dern's performance... Is I felt like... <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, aside... I, no, no, I mean, no, I mean, aside from, like... I mean, I really liked her... But I found the storyline with Oscar Isaac and her to be incredibly boring. Like, I thought it was just very repetitive, just kind of an argument. The whole oh. movie was repetitive. It was the same mini-movie 12 times. Mm. Well, <laughs> it, anyhow. <laughs> well. Um, and it, it was just like, argument, oh, now we have to chase, you know, or we have to run, then argument, and then it was just... So I, I every time we jumped back to that, I was just kind of like side. I was just... But the other two storylines I liked for the most part... Um, Oh, and one thing, Chloe, you may want to take a breath here, a deep, deep breath. Um, so, one one thing that I cannot get past, and I brought it up on like past, Domino Gleason. 
is so no, bad. No, he no, is so no. bad. You are just. He is, he's no, he I, was the only funny one in the no, whole movie. I, I, he was no, so good. I, I are liked you him. Joking? I, I, I liked him in, in a couple of films like Ex Machina and um, a few I'm others. So he's so mad. I'm so mad. He's so right now. he's so over the Game top. Of he's in Game of Thrones, right? No. No, he's not. What are you saying? Wendell He's in Harry Potter. Phasma. Harry Potter? He's in Harry yeah. Potter for like two seconds. How? Yeah. <laughs> he's I'm so... sorry. I can't. Uh, I can't. He was he's... great next Machina. And this, he's he, just he, sort he, of like. He feels like. I actually, have, I actually he, have something to say about him. He feels like he's in a completely Spoilers. different film. I'm not saying that performance couldn't work. Are but you it, joking me? It feels so out of He place. was exactly what he was supposed to be, though. Don't hit on Donald because you didn't like the character. No, 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 no. I understand that the character is trying to be tough, but in terms of the performance of showing that was not... He was exact. He did exactly... Felt, felt, he was supposed to be the annoying... The annoying, uh... The, who was I? The teacher's pet. I, I, I understand that, but in terms of the performance, it was just... I was not working. He him. was... Ugh. So, so he should have done something else with it because I remember you I'm know sorry. his his analog back in the original <laughs> Star Wars series, <laughs> which was Grand Moff Tarkin. Huh? That actor, Grand Moff Tarkin, back in the original yeah. Star Wars series, particularly New Hope. I oh. don't know if he was in it. I don't think he was in Empire Strikes Back, but uh, I'm sorry, Chloe. No, he died on the Death Star, didn't he? Or no, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Was Grand Moff <laughs> Tarkin the, the, the person that they CGI'd into Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little dog. Um, that was so creepy. I didn't like he, that at all. He was so good, though. That actor and the character uh, and everything about it. And so that's, that's, that's the notion that you have. That's what sort of an Empire slash First Order uh, grand military poobah should be like. Is sort of this imperious cold, and Donald Leeson in this is just sort of, it's my fleet, leave it alone, yeah, it's your man. That's what I think. That's why just... I think the next movie might be good because at least the the villains are well, okay. The next one might be at good. least the. Oh my god! At least the villains. Are, my sister's calling. I won't answer. Are you sure? At least we the, put on the show. She hasn't even seen it. At least she hasn't seen she hasn't seen the other movies. Jacob's here, Henry. Oh, Butterfingers, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to respect what? the new guest. We don't have time right, for fair, her nonsense. Fair <laughs> okay. Does she know that's Look, how you feel at about least, her? Prob- yeah. At least, at least, the in the next movie, the villains will be interesting. Like I'm sick of this, like literally good versus evil. Like the bad, the bad people are so so strong, and somehow they still lose or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But these two evil people be so interesting. That's the whole point, though. Like, that's... I don't think Star Wars is ever going to move beyond that because it's, like, they're, like, contractually obligated to have that good versus evil... No, 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 I know, but at least... Like, at it, least in terms of the dynamics... You used to literally... Like, no, if I'm you, saying, like... Yeah. If you worked in Hollywood, you... you used to literally be able to get fined if you if your bad guys won in your script. They'd fine you for it. Jacob. Good guys always got to win. <laughs> I'm listening. Jacob, you're out of college. I don't think it's ever going to be... I don't think it's ever going to be... I have more depth. I just don't think it's possible. No, I think it will. Well, I'm, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, Revenge of the Sith. I like how I'm trying to be complimentary. Preempt. You're, you're nailing before it. Before there's even Revenge reason to be. Revenge of the Sith, I thought, was more complicated. Because, I mean, that's that's all about the downfall. Is that the one with the lots of Ewan? Huh? Yeah. Fire and Ewan McGregor? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, that was really <laughs> the only good film of that middle trilogy yeah. mm-hmm. the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Jacob agrees but you don't like the 
Woody Allen vibe in the first one. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> <laughs> huh? Natalie Portman's 30 and it's a baby. Oh. Revenge of the Sith is, is fine, yeah. I mean, I would agree that the Phantom Menace is, is, is bad, but I, I like Attack the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So, yeah, Attack of the Clones is not is not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. It's watchable. It's a decent film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed parts of it. I thought it was good. The action sequences it's I fun. thought really good. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's a fun movie. Um, but the the Revenge of the Sith I actually really enjoyed because watching the the steady corruption of of Anakin Skywalker again it's largely ruined because Hayden Christensen has no nuance or subtlety in his acting but it's terrible he's really awful it's so funny should have been uh, should have been Heath Ledger yeah I mean shoulda woulda coulda would have been interesting yeah um Uh, but I lost my train of thought that happens a lot don't worry about it especially when I don't sleep anyhow um well uh why don't you think on that and let's do a let's give some star ratings and then we'll get into spoilers. Okay, sounds all right. good. All right, so it's a three and a half out of five for me. Chloe, a shrug, a shrug, a shrug. Out of five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In efforts, I don't care about it enough to bother giving it stars. Okay, okay. Shrug. That's, shrug. Well, she gave, what was it, Ed Wood? You gave it a shrug and a smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this That's is just different. a shrug. This is just a that shrug. That was one of these, like... Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh? This one's just like... I'll think of something. This is great for our listeners. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with four and a half for, for Last Jedi. I thought it was really good, and even despite some of the small bits, I, thought, I think it took some chances. Ryan Johnson did some... I think interesting misdirection with some of the plot points in the script, and it was really awesome. Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, seeing them again. Yeah. So. All right, uh, it's a four out of five for me. Okay. Uh, we'll After s- all that, you only give it a four out of five. <laughs> Chloe's not happy. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for the spoiler discussion wherever I end up putting it. Uh, figure it out. We'll oh, be in the show boy. notes. You'll probably. Put it before the non-spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I might do that just for that. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the welcome to the Phil Buds podcast. Everybody dies. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, move in to our review of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, and we have a clip for this one too. So take a listen. I told you, people. I don't need a doctor, Dad, but I am a doctor. You need to get back to your seat. I had one in the bathroom with no windows. I suffer from aviophobia. It means fear of dying. Sir, for your own safety, sit down, or else I'll make you sit down. Fine. Thank you. This is Captain Pike. We've been cleared for takeoff. I may throw up on you. I think these things are pretty safe. Pander to me, kid. One tiny crack in the hull and our blood boils in 13 seconds. Solar flare might crop up, cook us in our seats. And wait till you're sitting pretty with a case of Andorian shingles. See if you're still so relaxed when your eyeballs are bleeding. Space is disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. Well, I hate to break this to you, but Starfleet operates in space. Yeah, well, I've got nowhere else to go. The ex-wife took the whole damn planet in a divorce. Left is my bones. Jim Kirk. Coy. Leonard. Alright, so uh, Star Trek was released in 2009. 
is directed by J.J. Abrams, stars Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Leonard Nimoy, Eric Bana, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, Simon Pegg, John Cho, Anton Yelchin. Yelkin. Yelkin. Winona Ryder, Chris Hemsworth. And Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Perry. Where did that come from? Wait, what? Winona Ryder's in that movie? Winona's yeah. the mom. She plays Spock's mom. Spock's mother, yeah. Eric Bana's in that movie? He's the bad guy. He's, He's Nemo. He's Mike Tyson. It's been a while. Oh. It's been a while um, since I've seen it. Good lord. So, so <laughs> Eric Bana, he played the Incredible Hulk. What? Yeah, in the really, really awful... Did he? I had that on VHS. It? I watched it like 20 Who's the director? It was Ang... Not Ang Lee. Who was the director? Ang Lee did Hulk. With the, the villain Norton. was Absorbing Man. Edward Norton? No, not Edward Norton. No, no, no. Not like, that Hulk. The Eric Bana. Oh, yeah. Incredible Hulk. From the 90s. Oh. Yeah, with Nick Nolte. Post Lou, oh. Lou Ferrino, pre Edward Norton. No. That was a oh, horrible, horrible, horrible film. <laughs> horrible film. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and the plot synopsis is the brash James T. Kirk tries to live up to his father's legacy with Mr. Spock keeping him in check as a vengeful Romulan from the future creates black holes to destroy the Federation one planet at a time. And also 50 years of Star Trek history, but it's okay. James right. Tiberius Kirk. Yep. Right. Tiberius, that's my cat's name. Well, that's nice. Have the whole point, if, if you don't notice that, is that this is this new series is supposed to be set in sort of a, an altered Parallel dimension. Parallel universe? Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Spring oh. theory! <laughs> oh, it freaking pisses me um, off. I can't do it. Alright, well, I... Um, this... I've liked the most recent two Star Trek films, but this is actually by far my least favorite of the the new three. Really? Yeah. I like the Benedict Cumberbatch I, I, one. I didn't like that one. I like the secret much. villain. For me, it would probably be be probably be Into Darkness, or actually, I probably like Into Darkness and Beyond about equally, and I, I just find this one to be really boring. Me too. Really? Yeah. And it's rude. I don't like anything about it. And I don't. I think visually, it's pretty bad. I think it's like all these kind of jaundice, all the flares. These, like jaundice greens and yellows, <laughs> and like it's just like, it's I don't think jaundice okay. greens. And <laughs> it's like well. it's just it's not my favorite. Okay. I don't think it's bad. It just, okay. <laughs> I just I I like the performances. Well, and, my favorite is is definitely Beyond. Um, Jacob doesn't like that one, right? You I haven't seen that one. Oh. I I, yeah, I, I like it. Beyond. The 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 actors <laughs> are more comfortable in terms of of being in the skin of their characters uh the characters are, are better developed um i think it's really snappy in terms of of the the dialogue the direction simon Pegg did a really spectacular job with the script there. love simon Pegg. no i i have not Always. seen beyond but and correct me if i'm wrong it, it my interpretation just from the trailers and stuff i saw was that it was trying to hop onto the coattails of like guardians of the galaxy and i don't i don't know if i then that's that's why i was sort i of didn't get that right i didn't get that like it, because the trailer was just full of like comedy and and, really and like classic music and yeah. I would say Guardians is trying to take on Star Trek. Yeah, I would say. Really, maybe it's it's a little difficult to discern. I mean, Suicide again, you've got to remember Simon Pegg was writing the script, <coughs> right, for Beyond, and he's known obviously for his his comedic yeah. writing, and so I think there was some humor infused in the script, perhaps a bit more than than you're used to with Star Trek, but at least it was. Funny. It wasn't. Yeah, I can't say much about Beyond because I haven't seen it. It wasn't silly funny <coughs> the way that Guardians. It's a different type of humor, mm-hmm. 
I think, between the two. Uh. And um, obviously Star Trek doesn't rely on outlandish characters and sort of these these yeah. cultural foibles the way that, you know, you get with Drax Destroyer and a culture that's, you know, a society that's completely literal and all this kind of stuff, right? So, I don't know. I don't see too much parallel. I mean, there are obviously some overlapping points between the two, but I don't see space. that space the Kirk character but it's always that's a, it's always the same dude well I mean the, like Kirk, hapless stud right Kirk I think you always get a sense with Kirk you know and you know even played by Chris Pine here not just the original James T. Kirk but this one that that he's driven by a purpose and he feels his purpose sort of transcends good judgment in some ways mm -hmm. um I do really like whereas uh, well, I mean, Star Lord, the 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 uh, he's like a Kirk, Chris Pratt, a Kirk parallel. I, I always is thought he? of him as I that. Just said no. That. Well, at least in terms of how <laughs> Kirk is portrayed in two thousand nine's Star Star Trek, he he's sort of like a yeah. like a womanizing, like a hapless stud, perhaps. Kind of like <laughs> sarcastic. Well, I mean, that was James T. <laughs> Kirk in the original Star Trek. Thank you for listening to yeah. So I'm not I mean, saying I'm not saying seen... that I'm not saying that Kirk is pulling from Star Lord. I'm saying that Star Lord. Uh, in, in the New Guardians movies is, is, is a parallel to, to Kirk. In some ways, yes. I think Kirk, again, this is a hard thing to do, but I think Kirk is actually more responsible because he actually is I'll, I'll edit captain of a starship. Don't yeah. you dare. Whereas uh, Star-Lord is just sort of in it for himself and just a does rogue. what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, I don't know. I, I loved how you two were having like a completely separate yeah. and Cole and I were actually having completely Multiple conversations are going here. Yeah. <laughs> it gets confusing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'll say one thing I do like about all the films is Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, and Zoe Saldana I think are all really Zachary good. Zachary yeah. Quinto is terrible. Really? He's a terrible I, spot. I like him. I like, I like Simon Pegg a lot. I like, I like Leonard playing, Nimoy more, but playing I... Playing Spock require like, I mean... I'm not gonna say it doesn't require like a, a large amount of acting skill, like, but I mean like Zachary Quinto played the flat, logical character uh, with I a little bit of human emotion. Like, this is gonna—I know that I'm getting, this is really getting tired out. But okay. it's the same thing, you know how I was, okay? So Spock basically has Asperger's, right? Like we call my dad Spock. Oh right. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, essentially, it's like yeah. a whole. Yeah. Race of people designed to be... Yeah, but you can't... It's not so one-dimensional. It's just annoying. <laughs> I think he does a terrible job. I don't like him in anything, but I really don't like him. You don't like Zachary Quinto in anything? Hmm. I think Zachary Quinto is terrible. Hitman? Even his Billy on the Street mm -hmm. wasn't funny. I thought it was. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and have you seen Margin Call? Yeah. Oh, I did like him in Margin Call. Margin yeah. Call was spectacular, and I thought he was really good in that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in terms of this one, I, I I find the origin story to be kind of boring, and I I don't think and the, I don't, basic AF. Yeah, I, I don't really like. I think the villain is a little bland as well. The villain sucks. If you're so upset, then just fix it. <laughs> Are you, you joking? Like, but you like the Assassin's Creed movie, so I don't love it. I, but I mean, I'm a fan of the game, so I. We should. We need to re-review re Assassin's Creed. Should we ever review we should. it? No, we did. Do you have it on? You have it on Blu-ray? Oh, yeah, I got 4K. I mean, I like, watch it right now. <laughs> I like Eric Bana. And I mean, you know... I, I, I liked him, but I found the, the villain itself to be bland, I'll say. I liked him in it. I, okay. I don't even remember who the villain... Because I think I watched it in 2009. Isn't it like Nemo? Nemo. Yeah, yeah, it's Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he's, enough about it to talk about it. He's Romulan. That's right. right. He's yeah. not Klingon. 
Who's Romulan? The ramen noodles. Romulan noodles. <laughs> it's Romulan noodles. But, uh, no, I thought he was good. I mean, you know, if you're rebooting a series, you, you go with, with basic stuff. And that's essentially what J.J. Abrams did with Force Awakens. And that's what he did with that first Star Wars thing. In its basic, and I mean, that's, that's kind of a drawback, but he treats he, the, the scripts, the direction, the acting are done, all done so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kudos to him for, again, you know, reviving practical effects rather than just CG, yeah. CG, CG and all the time. <clears throat> it's interesting that he was handed both Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. The two biggest uh, And he's, do, he's doing episode properties. nine, so... Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought Ryan Johnson the person, was No. Ryan Johnson did, did came on board only doing Last Jedi, and then he get he gets they, his own trip. They fired Colin Trevorrow from episode nine, and now yeah. right. J.J. Colin Trevorrow did Jurassic World, yes. right? And then Ryan Johnson's doing the next Jurassic World. Is that right? No, um, uh, J.A. Bayona, who did uh, a, monster, a Monster Calls oh. and um, The Impossible. Who did Kong Skull? Uh, I don't know. I get all these... Kong something. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong himself. Yeah. Although that guy is obnoxious. Have you... Mm. Like, like, every time his film is at all messed with... He's like, oh, they're, they're ruining it. They're, you know, it's just like, settle down, buddy. <laughs> he's no jerk. I actually saw a review recently of uh, The Greatest Showman that uh, that said, like, it, it was pretty bad, but, like, sometimes a movie's so boisterously entertaining that, like, typical merits of filmmaking can be ignored mm-hmm. and they reference Kong Skull Island and I was like I agree 100% hmm. if a film is entertaining enough you don't need to worry about the quality right hashtag the room <laughs> you, like, you guys done an episode for the disaster artist yeah we did yeah. last week last, last week, week yeah. mm-hmm. mm, so I'm listening you yeah. watching <laughs> <laughs> no uh, um, but yeah Cole, Chloe what, what are your, any, any other thoughts about it I'd rather watch the original series. I would too. I actually don't think I've watched last week's episode yet. That's why I didn't. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, we, I stock them up. We do. We did Disaster Artist and Ed Wood, right? Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah, it was a good show. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to Star Trek. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just don't... I don't dislike the film. I I just it's definitely my my least favorite of the also three. Also, like the X Men thing. Okay. I get how they like were like, oh, we're just gonna, uh, we just want to keep making movies. We're gonna erase everything that's happened so far. That's worse for them because they did it, and mm. then like people are gonna look different. How about X Men? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yes. All right. And they did it in Star <laughs> Trek, and I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I get it, like they're trying. I guess they're trying to bring it to a new audience or whatever. But then just make your own freaking movie. You know. You said it. <sighs> Yeah, but Star Trek is such a I huge name. I love Star Trek. It's, it's got a built-in so, fan base already. Yeah, we're going to piss so over Star, the Star Trek, right, so... <laughs> <laughs> Jacob has, like, the so, best, like, trying to get back on track here. We're talking about Star so, Trek, Jacob. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to put forth my opinions now. Okay, go for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, first of all, I, I, I want to get out of the way that, um, that unlike Star Wars... I've always been a Star Trek fan. So yeah. I guess, you know, everyone is like, I guess, one or the other. But, like, I don't, like, hate Star Wars with a fiery passion. No. So, like, I, I enjoy Star Wars, but the Star Trek's always been... Like, I always watched it with my mom when I was younger. And, and like, uh, an interesting fact is that every girl that I've ever been interested in or dated, including my current fiancé, 
You're congratulations. Engaged? Oh yeah, that Jeez, was like man. a month ago. <laughs> Whoa, congratulations. I just like wasn't even thinking about it. Congratulations. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, thank you. Henry knows about you. I'm shocked. <laughs> <shook. laughs> yeah, I uh I sorry, I just uh, I That's tell, okay. tell everyone the I haven't made it public yet. You have now. 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 Yeah. So, cool. um yeah, they've all been just, just massive Star Trek fans for whatever reason. Yeah. It's, I just gravitate towards Star Trek fans unconsciously, but like They've all just been really, really into it. And so I've seen, like, all of the original series, all of The Next Generation, all of Voyager, all same, of same, Deep Space same. Nine. Uh, I've watched the new one. I don't really like it that much. I, I haven't seen um, the new one yet. I, I like I, it that much I, like it. <clears throat> But, yeah, so I've always been a big Star Trek fan. So one thing I will say about Star Trek by J.J. Abrams is I think everyone is like, one, is, like, wonderfully cast. I think that the casting is good for, like, all of the characters. Uh, I don't like any of them. It, like, like the ones I've seen I don't like Star Trek and I don't like Into Darkness because I think that J.J. Abrams while he does make it simple and he does at least know how to navigate his way around like sci-fi and around Star Trek I think that he completely abandons the theming from all of the old shows yeah, yeah. and stuff and like he he tackles the fact that this is an alternate universe with a new cast of characters you know and, and, and all of that fine but all of the heart and like the theming and like the politics and yeah. just everything that Star Trek was about is not present mm. in Star Trek 2009. I, agree. I think that it's it's he watered it down to an action adventure story with weak relationships among the characters. Like yeah. if you go back and watch even like some of the original Star Trek movies, because I've seen all those as well, all the relationships between the characters are so well grounded because they've spent like years together you know and like maybe it's just because it's a movie and it's it's not like a movie that was based on a tv show and it's not a tv show that can run for years and years and years and it was just a movie in a single point in time but yeah i just think that jj abrams does not fully understand the deepest depths of star trek and what it stands well, for it is your show. As, a, as a counterpoint as a counterpoint <laughs> i did not watch any star trek ever didn't care for it. Never did. I was always firmly... It's not that I hated it. Mm -hmm. It just didn't hold any interest for me. Oh, my gosh. The original show... What the... Uh, Next Generation, of, I heck? saw a few episodes of that, and I, and I watched it mostly because I really liked uh, Picard. Yeah, Patty Stewart. Patrick Stewart. King. It's just amazing. Um, other than that, I mean, the... the, the well put. PTS. Came for Patty Stewart, stayed for LeVar Burton, am I right? <laughs> Well, I mean, I grew up with right. Lamar Burton and Rainbow. That's you know, Patrick Stewart said he would return to Star Trek only if Tarantino got that got the Star Trek movie. I yeah. can see that, yeah. Because he said he's always wanted to work with him. Weird. So that's okay. interesting. He said he doesn't want to return as Picard unless Quentin Tarantino is directing him. Huh. I, I don't know if I can see Tarantino directing a Star Trek film. Yeah, we were talking about that before, uh, yeah, but, before the show. But... If you're going to go with the original Star Trek stuff and you're trying to do a reboot of the series, all of those films, all of the, the, the TV series, the original thing, the, the, that was the original cast in most of those films. Yeah. And then you had a few with the, the Next Generation cast. And again, the Next Generation actually was on TV for several seasons more than there was, what, only yeah. one season of the original Star Trek? The original series? I yeah, with James, with, with William Shatner as James Kirk. I believe so. One or one or two. Yeah, but it was very, very short-lived, and it's spawned this whole mega franchise 
off of just this one series that failed because everybody thought it was too hokey. And Mr. Gene, Gene Roddenberry. So um, but uh, <coughs> setting all of that aside, I never would have watched any Star Trek films if J.J. Uh, Abrams Can't hadn't made it more accessible. Right. And he made it accessible by saying, I'm going to reintroduce these characters. I'm going to throw them into a scenario where they're meeting one another. You know, it's a parallel universe. And he takes these shortcuts, but the whole point to it is if you're rebooting the series and trying to introduce this to a larger, view, a broader viewership that is not familiar with all of these characters, all of the themes, all of the universe, um, all of the existing mythos behind it, you know, it, it becomes too Byzantine, too difficult if you include all of that older stuff. Yeah. And I, for one, would not have watched any of them, <laughs> much less all three, had J.J. Abrams sort of set it along that path. I think that's a really good point, or because I think, I think, you know, obviously because of the ever-present march of time, uh, in order for, <laughs> wow. like, in order for something to well survive... Stated. In order for like a franchise to survive or anything to survive, it needs to continue to acquire down. new fans. Like it needs to continue to acquire new fans in order to survive. You can't survive on old fans alone because people die. So you know, like Jesus, the fact that the fact that J.J. Abrams made these things more accessible allowed him to bring in a lot of new fans. But the one way to like piss off and yeah. completely eradicate all of your old fans is accessibility. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a necessary evil because you have to make things more accessible to bring in new people because you cannot survive on just established fan bases alone because they will eventually peter out. And so I think that's a good point that making it more accessible will help to bring in all those new fans. But then it makes, you know, people like me who are like already established fans less, it makes it less enjoyable, I guess, because you kind of want to go in seeing all the old stuff that you, that you, you saw. And, and you know what you sound like? Seeing it more accessible. Sound like a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point though. Is is if you go into this know, with all this knowledge of it, you know, how dare you mess with my universe? They this blew is how up things are. the planet. <laughs> they blew up the planet. I can't do which planet. I mean, in both series, so many planets, so many planets have been blown up in all of these different films that I can't keep track. Well, the whole thing just lends itself to the fact that like just make new just stop and make something new like if J.J. Abrams is such a such dead. a visionary he can create his own little universe and stop screwing with other people's he's not though like everything he's ever done has been on the back well, of yes I know that's what I sound like no it's wholly his own well I mean yeah. I, I would say that one I think one that's thing true. maybe not as much with maybe in what you've been talking about, Jacob, but, like, what J.J. Abrams is good at, especially with The Force Awakens, is including at least some small elements yeah. of the original um, s films or series while also... Oops, sorry. While also adding new elements and mm -hmm. having it all mesh well. And regardless of whether he does kind of drop some of, of the political stuff, I think some of the character dynamics are pretty interesting in especially in into darkness and in beyond well but i think see, he's good at doing that so. I'll, I'll i'll put it this way he does in in force awakens there's a lot of homage to the older series and and setting aside the issue of the script being almost carbon copy of of new hope 
uh, he incorporates a lot of things that are sort of an homage to the original New Hope trilogy. Um, that being said, the reason I didn't, I wasn't too fond of Into Darkness, despite Benedict Cumberbatch being awesome, uh, Peter Weller being kooky, crazy, psychotic admiral of the fleet, and all kinds of stuff, right? Um, too, too much, I mean, he, he skirts too much with the, with playing to the fan base there. And I find that a bit off-putting, because again, these are, you know, I've, I know about the famous triple episode, but then, I mean, he just sort of overdoes the triple thing in this. And then the fact that, you know, you've got Khan back. And all these kinds of things. And why do you need to go so heavily into the established mythos, which again, I'm not as familiar with. Never seen a Retcon. You should, it's good. I know, I've heard that. And now having seen these films, maybe I'll go back and see that. But that's the the, point. uh, The Voyage Home. Yeah. That was the one with the whales, right? Space whales, yeah. Space whales. Nice. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Brayden's in. I'm in. Space Space whales. Totally there. Uh, Did we eat you off topic? No, I was just thinking there's... I'm not going to go off on it, but I was just thinking about the the cover artwork for a band that I listened to. Oh, all right. Interesting segue. Yeah, no, it's got a, it's got a whale in space, but anyhow, um, it doesn't look as hokey as it sounds. Anywho, uh, now that I've actually been introduced to this series through J.J. Abrams and what he's done with the reboot of the Star Trek series, I may actually go back and watch some of the older films, uh, particularly Wrath of of Khan, and and if you say The Voyage Home, Home. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe some of the, some of the television series as well. TV shows are way better. There's one where uh, there's one movie where they meet, like the cast of the the original series and the cast of the next generation meet each other through like. Time, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. I think I actually did see that. That one's interesting. And I saw the one that uh, Jonathan Frakes directed. Yeah. I forget what that one was called. That was the one with the board, right? First First Contact was that it? I think so. Yeah. Is mm. that the bad one? Is it? One of them's unwatchable. Oh. Even I went me. to um, I went to Dragon Con. You back did? In, uh, back in September, <laughs> yeah, and we saw we went to all the Star Trek panels, uh, Savannah and I, and we uh. Shout Jonathan, out to Savannah. Jonathan Frakes was there. Yeah, Patrick Stewart was there. Really? Uh, wow. Gates I mean, McFadden was there. I mean, Dragon Con is one of the big, the yeah, big yeah, cons. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. I've never cool. heard of it. It's neat. It's down the right, <laughs> It's a big. Fantasy sci-fi. He told me last time he was here. Yeah. I was like watching them. Um, they always ask for like questions, and then like fans look it up there, and they'll just ask like really weird stuff or like stuff that they can't answer, and it's just always kind of really embarrassing. Like someone, someone <laughs> asked uh, Patrick Stewart about an episode that he wasn't even in or something. <laughs> okay. He was just like, he was just like, well, I'm sorry, love, I wasn't in there. Hmm. Well. You know uh, that one where he's the only one in it. That's good. Let me, let me put it this way. Would you rather broaden the Star Trek fan base and have people introduced to it through J.J. Abrams and then go back and learn about that old stuff? <coughs> or do you want to just cater to those people and not expand? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, just, I don't think... I don't think... The, 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 you know, I think the catering will not allow any new fans to come in. Yeah. Exactly. Those old fans are just ready to hate new fans because they're like, you don't know anything about... 
That's, and I think I think that's no. that's that's elitist exclusionary. I think it's nonsense. I don't like that at all. <laughs> and so. Hmm. No, but for real, the old show is so good. It's it, like it's it, like the Twilight it Zone. It's like the Twilight Zone. Every now. episode has like a whole like you'll cry. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Voyager you learn something my, new. Uh, favorite, I think. Yeah. Voyager. Yeah, the series Voyager. With uh, who was it? Captain uh, Janeway. Yeah, Janeway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts on <laughs> Star Trek? No. 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 Right, well. I like Chris Pine's single tear gif. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. He's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I do like Chris Pine. Princess Diaries too. All right. Well, it's a third and a half for me, <laughs> Chloe. Third. Mm-hmm. I'm having a really mm-hmm. hard time this week. It's okay. It's okay. All right, well. It's like a two. It wasn't very good. Okay. I like John Cho. <laughs> John Cho is awesome. Yeah. And Antoine Yelkin, too. The Anton, cast is really good. Well, the whole good. cast is spectacular. I mean, Zoe Saldana, Anton Yelkin. I give it three lunch flares. Anton Yelkin, rest in peace. Yeah, rest I in know. peace. If that sounds me. I'll talk to you about that in a second. But Anton Yelkin, remind me when you get sounds to our picture of the week. Okay. So. Is he well, green room? Hmm? Well, Green Room is, is spectacular. The, I haven't rewatched that recently, but it is that, really is, good. A, that yeah. is an absolutely astounding film. He's been in so many good movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's in that new out, movie. Out of five? I give it yeah. four, four out of five. All right. Check it. So. Oh, I'm just checking. Take your time. What I, what I review, reviewed way back in the day. Jacob. It looks like I gave it four <laughs> back, when I, back in 2000, 2009. <laughs> You alright, Chloe? But I don't like so it. So funny. How'd <laughs> you give it four if you don't like it? Well, there must have been some. Holy puzzle. You're fucked. <laughs> there, there must have been some some reason. I love that. Alice Eve. I'd probably give it. I probably uh, if I if I was to review it today, probably uh, probably a three, two and a half. All right. Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, definitely talked a lot about. Uh, did some good reviews. Talked about the star stuff. Yeah. So I guess we, things. we there are a couple trailers we can talk about. Not much other news, but um, so a few trailers re- released recently. I guess the first one we can talk about is Ocean's Eight, which is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, which is the Ocean's Eleven reboot, but it's with all uh, like an all female cast. Because um, that's not patronizing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like the the cast is huge. What? It's annoying. No, you're right. No, I'm agreeing with you. That's the thing oh. I don't get is why <laughs> why they feel need they why they Sorry, feel the Brandon. need to reboot all these series with uh, all women cast because they feel like people want it. We don't. We don't. I know. I think people would rather have a a fair mix of of men and women who are all good actors delivering yeah. a very mm-hmm. high quality yeah. movie. I mean, I'd say for this one, the cast is great. Like, it's a huge cast, but, like, yeah. it just looks so... To me, it looks very generic. <coughs> like, it looks like I've seen it 30 times before. Yeah, I just don't well, want to end up like like Ghostbusters, where they, they, their, like, message, I guess, isn't somewhat of the right place, but then it turns out to just be, like, so so terrible. Like, so just, like, a generally bad film, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what I was going to point to is is the Ghostbusters thing. I mean, it, it's I don't know. I didn't see it, but I never felt compelled to. You would have hated it, Brandon. Yeah, you, you probably. Yeah, you it's just, it's just a, a mess. It. Like it's not just a bad film, but a lot of things are 
out of order. A lot of things don't get tied up. A lot of the jokes don't land. Some of the just the like humor is not good. Some of yeah. the like something as simple as the sound mixing is just bad in some places, uh-huh. and like the, the visuals. I mean, sound with, mixing in films generally is horrible. I mean, <laughs> with both with both uh, Ghostbusters and this, they both look just so bland and generic. I will say know, that I'm excited. But it's because I love the Oceans movies. I do too. I'll say yeah, heist movies are is my like number oh, one favorite. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing is we did we, we watched Logan's Lucky a few a few months back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We reviewed that, and it was spectacular. And what I like so much about that <laughs> is in the original Ocean series, it was an all male cast, and and you know Steven Soderbergh did a very good job with them. But again, all male cast. The female, the female cast members, the female uh, characters in the series were sort of incidental to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tess, who was uh, Danny Ocean's ex, and his current love interest, and all that kind of stuff. This thing played by Julia Roberts, and then in the third one, you have Alan Barkin, and I mean, they just seemed incidental to the whole thing. Uh, but then you watch Logan's Lucky. And you have the sister played by the so actress. Say Logan Lucky. Logan, Logan Lucky. <laughs> Logan Lucky. Whatever. Logan. Logan's. Logan's luck, Lucky. Lucky. Logan. I heard someone the other day call it Lucky Logan. Like, that's just. My mom always calls Chipotle Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, my dad does too. I don't know. What? Yeah, they both always say Chipotle. Chip, well, it's say like it. that's one thing I've never said is everybody always says Brett Favre, right? The quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I think he's yeah. retired now. But they all say Brett Favre. And it's Brett Favre. Is it? It's F A V R E. Oh. It's, I believe, Brett French, Favre. and it's Favre. <laughs> Favre. Everybody <laughs> calls me Cole, so. Cole. People always call my name C H O L E or C O L E. How is it Chloe. It's Chloe. I mean, that's C H L O E. Yeah, but people always spell. It's like acute dyslexia that over overtakes everybody. C H O L E. They don't have dyslexia with. With my name, they just feel the need to put an in. Do they call you Brandon? They, everybody calls me Brandon. The other one I've gotten is Brady. Everyone, everyone, everyone always Can I they, call they, you they, Brady? They, they add an in or they take an in out. I want to call you Brady. So I don't know. A lot of people call you Hen- Henners, Henhouse, Henhouse. <laughs> Never had Henhouse. Um, they do always mispronounce my last name though. Oh yeah, Instead, I I mispronounced yeah, it. Oh yeah, well. like, I apologize for that. Where Adam's always said a uh, fl- flaherty, like flaherty. Yeah, with well, the thing is, so like it's it's pronounced fairty, but yeah. a lot of people say flaherty. It's Irish, right? Yeah, but like actually, flaherty was my nickname in high school because, flaherty. or not not in high school, in middle school because a guy uh, wrote it that way in the school newspaper, and it just kind of caught on. Yeah, people called me that, uh, but yeah, everyone okay. always meant. Yeah, people called me slow. Slow. Yeah. Slow. So this I've gotten a lot of weird. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of nicknames. Mm. But yeah, but I mostly am called Henry. Ghostbusters. Sometimes Hen. <laughs> Sometimes John. <laughs> oh yeah, the homeless guy. John Henry. John Henry. <laughs> I can call you idiot. The, idiot when you call me. You the call homeless me guy uh, who comes in Joe Van Gogh a lot. He for a while he thought my name was John, <laughs> and it was just too far gone to tell him it was Henry. I had a homeless guy approach me at. <laughs> Did he call you John? He approached okay. me at a Target parking lot once and uh, asked me for money. And I said, I didn't have any money. So he asked me to go in an ATM and get some money. And I said that I 
was not going to do that. So then he, uh, I unlocked my car and he just climbed into the, the passenger seat. What? <laughs> he told me that once we pick up his bike from Chick-fil-A, then I could take him to the homeless shelter. Jesus, So what? I said, <laughs> asked him to get out of the car, then he placed a, a knife on his knee <laughs> and just gave me this look. And I was like, all right, we'll go to, oh we'll go to Chick-fil-A. Jesus Christ, which Jacob. Was, uh, a few minutes away. And then we, we go and he's out like getting his bike. And I don't think the bike belonged to him because he's really struggling with the lock. On the bike. Wait, you uh, waited? He didn't. Well, I mean, Jacob. Did you know? no, like <laughs> as, as soon as as soon as he got out, he was he was struggling with the bike, and yeah, and yes, I was about to leave, but before I could, a police car pulled up and they tackled the guy to the ground and took him away. Without. <clears throat> wow. Damn. And then I left. Jacob. Jacob, you're a badass. <laughs> Well, we heard stories, stories of, you know, 20 feet from stardom and Jacob and his stories of true crime. My yeah. uh, uncle featured a, in the official biography <laughs> of Steven Spielberg. Yeah. On the way to the, uh, on the way to the Chick-fil-A, <laughs> uh, I believe, Get I Down On It today. by Cool and the Gang was playing on the radio. And he told me that was his favorite song. You wanted me to turn it up. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. If you're listening. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. then. <laughs> what the heck? That's so funny, Jacob. What? What on earth? That's cool. That's is that like crazy. a common kind of thing for you? Oh yeah, my life is a, a clip show of, of sitcom scenarios. That makes sense. It's like my best friend Kaylee's like that too. Some people are just like that. Mm. Huh. Very strange. <laughs> Wanna have a podcast about that? Yeah. Yeah. What else, Jacob? <laughs> Give us another good story. We we'll talk about everything under the sun. So we can, right? all, we can all sit down and talk for like a couple hours about <clears throat> my life as a. In any case. <laughs> My life as a Ocean Who is the the, the uh, Logan Lucky, the 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 young actor Riley Coe? Riley, Riley Coe, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's great. She was in there, <coughs> and she's badass, and she's just she's she's not one of the Logan brothers. She's you know the Logan sister, but I mean she's still uh, a central character, and she's bad, and she's just there. She's a woman, whatever, right? So I don't get, I, I don't understand, you know, why they feel the need to remake all these films yeah. with all female casts. Because Hollywood is, they don't have any original ideas anymore. And the thing, the thing that puzzles me That's like is... That's best case scenario reason, honestly. Well, the thing that puzzles me is I watch this trailer and I go, oh, an all female, okay, great, we're being progressive, we've got all women in Not the Not really, but yeah. What are they doing? What is what is what is the key to their heist? It's not that they're going and they're they're planning some intricate heist at a casino and doing all these fancy wacky plans like in Getting Oceans the Oceans Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. Yeah. What are they planning in this one? Gonna rob a Met Gala. They're gonna rob a ball. <laughs> yep. They're going to rob a gala. And they're going to in particular they're going to rob Anne Hathaway of a very expensive necklace. And so, it's the trailer, it's just shots of them sort of sitting around, you know, one of the Sarah Paulson, who I love, she's awesome, American Horror Story, and uh, the O.J. Simpson story, and... Uh, 12 Years a Slave. Was she's she like in that? The, um, she's, really? She's Michael Fassbender's wife. Oh. She or, seems to be playing the, uh, like, the I Got Out character cliche. You know, and like, she's in Carol, too. She's good in Carol. Draw yeah. Back in. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah, she's the, I've got a happy family now. Um, Rihanna's the hacker. Aquafina's the pickpocket. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling is the. Yes, Brayden! Forger. She forges or she, she 
I'm just fakes necklaces she or fakes jewelry. I'm yeah. just so happy right now. And then it seems Helena Bonham Carter is playing. Herself. Yes. I mean, yeah. The, the cast is good, no doubt. So, yeah, yeah. but it's just. But it's. Uh, if you're supposed to be making these films about you know women progressive, uh, okay. Uh, it it strikes me as a little. Something. What's the word I'm looking for? Demeaning. Patronizing? No, maybe patronizing. Yeah, no, kind of off cult. I don't know. I know what you mean. But it's like, what's what's? Okay, look at us. We're so progressive. We got an all female cast. We're in the planning a heist, and they're gonna go rob a ball. Yeah, I think one, so of the, one of the um. Even when they're trying to get away from, sort of the patriarchal male all men cast, uh, uh, they have an all female cast, and then the all female cast goes and robs. So it's like the Disney princess heist, which totally undercuts the the entire intent of the whole thing, right? Am I am I wrong in that? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the big plot points from Ghostbusters was was how hot uh, the receptionist was, yeah. like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. Except, like like they're all like fawning mm-hmm. over him and and like how how muscly he was and like all this stuff. So you know, like it's it. It does come off as a little patronizing. I think a big a big thing with that is uh, uh, I do think that there is a too much of like a, a, a male presence in Hollywood in terms of directing and writing and things and we don't get a lot of female directors. A lot of them are like hovering around the indie scene, you know. Yeah. I, yeah Not a lot of I them are in are in Hollywood and, and so and a lot of people praised Wonder Woman for what it did, but I still thought there were a lot of like like just like penis jokes and sex jokes and stuff and just weird stuff in that movie and you know it's because it was written by a man it was directed by a woman it was written by a man still so you know i think i think you know oceans eight and ghostbusters both directed by men uh as far as Mm -hmm. i know and uh well that's the interesting thing about it is is uh ghostbusters was directed by Who's it? Paul Feige? Paul Feige. Paul Feige. The like teacher from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I always get him and Kevin Feige confused. Yeah, that's that's okay. Because yeah. one of them is Mr. Mark Poole. Feige and the other is... Call him Mr. Poole. Feige or something. Feige? Feige? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Paul Feige uh, was the teacher of Mr. Poole and Sabrina uh, the Teenage Witch. Blast from the past. Best show of all time. She's in Xeno Warrior Princess. Who is? Who? Sabrina. What? Melissa Joan, Joan Hart? No, she's not. No, she's not. She's not in Xena. Xena Warrior <laughs> Hold Princess. On. What's, that, what's, that, what's, that, what's, that other, what's that other movie that's that's similar to Xena Warrior Princess that was on the Disney Channel? On the Disney what? Channel? Starring Sabrina. Sabrina was not in Disney movies. She was in Clarissa Explains It All, yeah. which was on Nickelodeon. Are you thinking of Xenon? Maybe. Xenon? That's not I'm Melissa Joan Hart. I'm the biggest match of my art. Xenon? Um, not. Okay. I mean, the, the thing the thing about about Ghostbusters that I'll say is at least they didn't change, you know, what what the cast was doing. The original Ghostbusters, they hunted out ghosts. Yeah. And the new one, terrible film, but they were still just hunting ghosts. Yeah. As opposed to this Ocean's film, they're, they're rebooting the Ocean's, Ocean's 8 instead of just sort of a gender-neutral thing. Let's go rob a bank. Yeah. Right? Let's yeah. plan a heist of a... Right. Uh, Oh, it's the Kentucky Derby. Shitloads right. of money. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go hold that up. Yeah, that would have been a good option. Right. Yeah. They go and rob. I mean, so again, it seems to me like, oh, gender progressive women do take it over the world. Yeah. And they rob. 
Well, that's the ultimate problem with these kind of things, is you're overgeneralizing, right? So, like, oh, well, women would like to watch a movie where it's at the Met Gala and there's joy and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that's the same kind of problem as having an all-female cast. It just needs to be more middle of the... Yeah. And I say this all the time, like, feminism is just equality. It's not, like, <laughs> Right, women, exactly. It's right? Not... So it's the same kind of problem, and it's just all very frustrating. Thank because you. it's just I'm, so useless. I'm on your wavelength. Gen- I mean, equality is equality. It's not... It's just so dumb. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. I just don't Thank God like the remakes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not keen on these I mean, you know, I'm remakes remakes, rehashings, you know. It depends okay. The last remake I liked No, that's probably not true because I don't think enough to actually know that. But like Shop Around the Corner became You've Got Mail. Like that's cool. Mm. I'm in, you know? But just watch the exact same thing with, like, one stupid change. Because ultimately it should be um, trivial where... Hmm? You've seen the news about the 21 Jump Street all-female remake? Yes. Uh, what? Emma Stone? Oh, my God. It's just no. insulting. It's oh stupid and insulting. Yeah, it's just, it's just ridiculous. They need to stop it already. Just stop it. Ugh, it makes me so mad. It's I'm excited just... for that, uh, that Men in Black... And uh, and Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Yeah, that's gonna be what? hilarious. Apparently, that's you haven't dead heard now. about that. No, it's, no. It's, it's it's not dead. It's just in <laughs> it's in development hell. Mm. It's, it's called MIB Twenty Three. Yeah, it's alive in Jacob's mind and heart. Yeah. I think we that's need more. I think we need more dumb crossovers. I, I think really think we do. Has anyone heard of the show Supernatural? I'm sure you've yes. no. heard of it. They're crossing over with Scooby Doo in March. That makes so no. much what? sense. They're crossing over with Scooby Doo. And they said that specifically that it's going so to be sense. said specifically it's going to be the Scooby Doo characters coming into the supernatural yeah, universe sense. instead of the other way around. And I believe the show creator said we're going to some dark places with Scooby Doo. The actress wow. who played who voiced Daphne just died. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, yeah, shame. Yeah. Really? Hmm? What's what's uh uh Gray her name's a Gray or something, right? Or I can't remember her name, but she passed. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. Wow. Sarah so Michelle Gellar's still kicking. That was in poor taste, but it's true. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. And, um, what's his name? They're the, the best couple of all time. David Boreanaz? No. What? Fred, what's his name? Freddie Prince Jr. They're the best couple of uh, all time. Okay. I went to a, I went to a Buffy sing-along for the musical episode thing. At oh, Dr- yeah? Oh. Con. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we can talk about Sicario Two Soldado, uh, which just got released, I guess yesterday. No, Emily Blunt makes me sad. Yeah. Really? So this yeah. is the sequel. Yeah, she's not in it. Sequel to Sicar uh, Denis Villeneuve's Sicario. He's came not out involved here. either, right? No. No. Really? no, but no, but it is written by Taylor Sheridan, who did yeah. write yeah. the first one. I don't know. I mean, I watched the trailer for this in Sicario. The first one was awesome, but that's again largely Emily Blunt. I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I would say Benicio del Toro was. A well, I mean, factor. yes, it was. It's hard, you know. James Brolin or Josh Brolin and uh, Benicio del Toro <laughs> were amazing, but Emily Blunt's character, I think, was sort of the focal point for that, and sort of how she was duped by these guys and and sort of her unwitting role and all the strange stuff that's going on and it's rather sort of strange sinister plot and um but she was she was remarkable mm-hmm. she was so good in sicario and then if she's not there 
I don't know. It it, it, it feels like a, a a crucial component of the whole thing is is uh. being removed. Uh, that being said, even watching the trailer, I know that trailers are made to sort of hype up the film and and uh, generate interest. But this one looks more sort of straight up action filmy. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I so I think it does look good. I mean, I was a huge fan of Sicario. I love Sicario, yeah. but um, I mean, I think this one looks. <laughs> interesting like i think if they take like a kind of like a trashy kind of crime style to it like a something like savages or something i think that could be you interesting love savages. i don't love savages i just yeah, love I just talking enjoy. about savages well because it's it's a it's a a good segue from something like this but like i think it looks good I, i'm curious curious to find out about benicio del toro so yeah i mean I, I, um i hope it doesn't just devolve into like it's your typical action movie, you know, because I mean, without Dennis Villanueva attached, I'm not. I don't have much hope. Mm. Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. He's French Canadian, I believe. Villeneuve. It's not Italian. <laughs> no. Villeneuve. Nice try, but um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Chloe, do you, did you like Sicario or Sicario or no? It was fine. It was fun. She She's it. very non-committal she about all the it. films today. I know. Star Wars, shrug. Star Trek, I don't know. I Sicario, eh. I gave Star Trek three lens flares. Okay. <laughs> I like that part in Sicario where that guy's like, please don't kill me in front of my family. So then uh, he just kills like, his family. Time to meet like, God. That was, uh, yeah. that was intense. That was good. That was, yeah. 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 And about that, that, um, the... Drive into Juarez is amazing. Yeah. You know, on the on the highway and yeah, through yeah, the. Yeah. That's. Now that I recall, like, didn't the Sicario end with like Benicio de Toro delivering like a threat to Emily Blunt's character? I mean, right? she, he, so... he said that you're not it's, meant. Yeah. He said you're not meant for this world, and so she yeah. kind of leaves, and he stays. You know. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah. so I mean, kind of, I guess, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes out, I guess, next summer, but I think it looks. Cool. So I'm gonna summer. go see it because uh, again, Tyler Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> His scripts are so good. Yeah, they're I mean, surprisingly. He's, he's such a good writer. So I'm gonna go see it because of that. But I'm, I just, I'm just afraid that they figured, okay, well, Sicario got a lot of critical praise, didn't quite get the huge fan base. So let's. Let's action up this next one to see if we can't broaden the... It's an interesting choice for a sequel. Like, I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm time surprised. to plug in the computer. I just thought he was trying to set the mood. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> so, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I was talking to this, uh... I was talking about this with Henry before. I don't, I don't like the, date, the, the, the name change... It, when it was first announced, it was just Soldado, and now it's like Sicario 2, and I'm like, that's just so cheesy. I understand yeah. that they need to do, like, the whole marketing thing, but, I don't know, marketing is ruining America. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Marketing is ruining Hollywood. See you next this week. Is, this is the truth of it. We need to burn Hollywood to the ground and start over. I agree. It's dead. Fire except, all except of the actors. Except for what? Dunkirk. <laughs> Dunkirk right there. Yeah. Somebody asked me about somebody asked me about Dunkirk today, and you know I I liked it, right? Yeah. But my initial reaction was just to roll my eyes and go, "Oh my god!" Just because you talk about it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his ongoing love affair with with Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. Uh, What's he gonna put out next? 
I just don't know. Don't know. Sequel to Memento. Mm. No. No thanks. Oh Memento's getting God. remade, and I'm furious. Is it? Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Is it all I don't women? Know. Like a remake is supposed to take something that like maybe wasn't received as well or isn't as yeah. good and like make it better or yeah. tra- like sort of transform it. Memento was already perfect. Yeah, uh, pretty soon. Hmm? What? Yeah, Westworld Season 2. Pretty soon. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch Season 2. Neither of them has watched it. You haven't seen Westworld, Henry? Exactly. Oh, sorry. I've seen the pilot. Westworld, watch it. It's so good. I know. It's just another show I gotta watch. Jacob, our relationship confuses me. (laughs) (laughs) I want that that red special edition. Oh, that 4K? Oh, man. That that steel book. Oh, that's nice. Go get it and watch it. I will. He just wants you to buy yeah. it and then not want it. What do you do all day, Henry? Just watch Westworld. That's true. <laughs> I have no life. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just do this once a week and you go back to just like eating saltines in your room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my life. Saltines. Although I'd say I, it's basically that, but just cereal. <laughs> saltines I, and solitude. Yeah. Sounds like a... It's a good memoir. That'd be a good podcast name. Saltines <laughs> and solitude. <laughs> If we ever do a, one of our spin-off ideas, we can name it that. What was the, the one we had? Bananas and something? Bananas and... Bananas yeah. and bros. Bananas and bros. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for Soldado. Uh, yep. Comes Don't. out next year. Are you sure that's... Uh, never mind. I thought it was like Soldado. Like I think you guys... It's S-O-L-D-O. Soldado. 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 Villanueve. Yeah. Villanueve. Dennis Villanueve. Um, Villanueve. You say however you want to, Jacob. <laughs> it's a free country. This is a judgment free uh, zone here. Uh, okay, so that's about all the news we got. So uh, I guess we can move into our uh, mail that we have this week. So the filmbuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us, and also on Twitter and Facebook. We love hearing from you. Uh, any, anything you have also to say. Also, you should say to rate rate it. Yeah, and yeah, anyone listening, feel free to go rate us on iTunes. That kind of helps us move up the ranks of the... To like, comment, and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do everything. Do it all. So that, yeah, that helps us move <clears throat> up and people see us more often or more likely on iTunes. So do that. But And also send us a uh, question. So anyhow... Uh, so the first one we got is from Andy. No, uh, no, oh no, loca- no locale. Andy, killing And yeah, he's blown, blew it. So he says, hello, film buds. In light of the petition going around for The Last Jedi, what films or franchi- franchises do you wish or think deserve this type of crazy, cran- crazy <laughs> fandom <laughs> that does not already? <laughs> <laughs> Always enjoy the show, Andy. Thank you so much. So yeah, thanks, uh, Andy. Yeah, thanks. Is it A and D Y? A and D I E. A and A and D Y. Because it could be one of those gender. I mean, Andy could be a guy's name or a girl's name. I've met a girl named Andy. Nobody yeah. referenced the gender though, Brayden. We just said thanks so much, Andy. He or she was. Oh, did you? No. Oh, 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 well. Gosh, Henry. Butterfingers. Two thousand seventeen. I know. I'm losing it. But, <laughs> well, yeah, so are there any films that, or franchises that you think deserve to have uh, 
much bigger fan base or wider fan base than it, it does already. Probably oh. HP. Of course, yeah. <laughs> HP isn't nearly bigger. Yeah, because the Harry Potter fan base is entirely yeah, too yeah. small. <laughs> I was going to say, you already have like the big ones, you know, like Harry Potter, Star Trek, <coughs> Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC. I would... You know, and I, I don't know. Like it, more the, grassroots, my answer would be Dark Tower, because I just wish that was so good. And while they I feel did, like if the fan base was stronger, they would have Lord of the Rings is actually surprisingly for... probably one of the smaller. Lord of the Rings? Mm. No way. Well, I was curious about the Planet of the Apes fan base. That, that's one that I think should be bigger than it is. I mean, there are already <laughs> obviously people that it's love it. Pretty like me, big, but I mean, they they get they make good. The the films generate a pretty decent profit. Yeah, all, like these, a, all the fans are like old. <laughs> That's yeah. not true. Well, one of one of the biggest fans that I know of the Planet of the Apes is is my coworker Will at the theater. Who's yeah, I've seen I've seen all the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, it's actually my introduction to James Franco. So it was the first movie, first movie I ever saw James Franco in, and I was like, hey, this guy's like a serious actor. And then I saw like Pineapple Express, and he's not a serious that actor. That was the first was time like, you oh. saw James Franco. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I, I think he's, he's got some acting chops. I haven't seen Bless him in heart. much outside of Pineapple Express or. Uh, this is this a joke? The end, but... I feel like I'm being gaslighted here. What? Well, no, I mean, he was quite good in Disaster Artist, which was. I, he was, was awesome sort in of a... Spring Breakers, too. Oh, yeah. I need to see he's that. He's really good but, in that. He's again, good Army in literally everything. Are... Yeah, they, asked, they asked Tommy Wiseau what he thought of James Franco in Spring Breakers, and he, he wouldn't answer. In Spring Breakers? Yeah. Hmm. He said his favorite James Franco movie is Sunny, which is really funny. Cause yeah, yeah. James Franco plays a that. male prostitute. There's some, good, uh, there's some good Tommy Wiseau interviews out there. He he, he offers yeah. up almost nothing, but he says a lot. Yeah, with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he says so much, but it doesn't mean anything. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, I love him. I mean, I'd say uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise is probably one of my, definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh and then maybe like the Alien series as well. <clears throat> yeah, I think like yeah, <coughs> Predator, like Alien, Aliens and Predator, like that, like that used to be really big, and then it like fell off. I think. Well, Predator, they're doing uh, the first film was awesome, but Shane Black else... is doing a new one next year. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keegan I mean, all the all the films that they've done with Predator since that first one have been awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one, Danny Glover, horrible. Predators, oh. Predators, that was like a third one, like Predators, I think, with Topher Grace. Savages. Oh, I actually kind of <laughs> liked uh, that one. What's his name? Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that thing. I, 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 I actually kind of liked that one, but the Predator, Alien Predator crossovers, bad. I think there were a lot of franchises back in the day, like Friday the 13th, Nine Round Elm Street, Halloween, um aliens predator a lot were like really big and then they just like just ran them into the ground like straight downward plummet until they were like we like cannot realistically keep making these movies and then they just cut them off whereas like all of the star wars movies pretty good all the harry potter movies pretty good all the lord of rings movies pretty good you know like all the star trek movies pretty good you know so like they keep up like this like consistency Mm -hmm. i think to have a franchise yeah one what about consistency yeah Terminator. Terminator, I think, kind of a weird one. Going well, down. that's that's the thing is, <laughs> is, first one was was good. It was fun to watch. I mean, it was just sort of goofy, low budget sci fi type stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, the second one, everybody, James Cameron, it's the best movie ever. It was good. 
Oh, people say fun. James Cameron took, took Terminator and Alien, and then ter- Terminator Two and Aliens are completely different movies from the first one, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't retroactively like harm the first movie. Exactly. Yeah, Alien yeah. and Terminator One are still amazing, but then like people say like Aliens and T Two are like incredible in a completely different way because they're both just like action films. T yeah, yeah. Two yeah, is the train spotting. Mm-hmm. You said it. Is that what we're talking about? I say T Two yes. for Terminator, Terminator Two. <laughs> Uh, um, I was almost back I, in. <laughs> I mean, well, one movie that I haven't read the comics that it was based on, but the Spielberg's uh, Adventures of Tintin, that was so good. You and haven't? Then, you don't know the world of Tintin? I haven't, I haven't really read show? that. You no. need to read the comic. Isn't it yeah. one coming out soon? Or it, that, it, That's one that's kind of in development hell. Uh, like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. like, I wish that film would have made more <laughs> money and so we could get a cool franchise with that because I, I loved... Spielberg's one. You can so. go watch uh, Paddington instead. <laughs> That's a, not, not the same a sequel to Paddington. A sequel to Paddington is coming out. I know. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love my Paddington Bear, but it's not. <laughs> it's not a fill-in for Tintin. Me too. Name. That's like one of the few stuffed animals I have. I never had a Paddington Bear as a, Paddington. a child. I knew who who Paddington Bear was. I loved the. But yeah, I was a big Paddington person. I really just can't can't think of a of a franchise that I think should have that because anytime I think of one, I can't realistically seeing it, like see it being that popular. Mine's you know, still so. Dark Tower. Yeah, that'd be one that'd be. I mean, average. that's that's kind of yeah. like beginning, right? Like it could see, I, I, no, because it's crapped out. I bet they're not gonna make another one. No, they're but not. But if the fan base I mean, was stronger, I mean, it'd be a different story. Well, the fan base uh, would be stronger if they gave into... it if they gave it the treatment it deserved. Well, that's because true. Chicken and egg. Well, Stars is doing the show. Oh, that's yeah. true. It's going the way of the dark Forget. universe. R.I.P. Dark universe. What is that? The mummy and classic Universal monsters one. You know, with the new one that came out with Tom Cruise. Oh, they were, they, those have been so bad. Yeah. The I can't, re- I can't recall. Just... You did it. You did an episode on The Mummy, right? Mm, no. Yes or no? No, no I, don't I, I don't think we were had started We should, it because yet. I loved The Mummy. Oof. All right. Really? That, that, that Not was... for the reasons that you would think. Okay. <laughs> what reasons, then? I thought it was the year's best comedy. Oh. Okay. Is that the one with the skeletons? Tongue in cheek. Oh, but, I know. But there were just a lot of reasons that. that I loved it. I was like, I was like, this movie does not want to. Although Tom it. Cruise is kind of like a, co- it, a comedic god. Yeah, like, I was like, I was like, so, I was like he, this. He can be just so ridiculous. He's and funny. a good. He I was like, this movie does that. not want us to take it seriously at all. Like when when he's like laying on that table and like she's gonna like sacrifice him and then she's like she's like tickling him or whatever and then he's like <laughs> and then all of a sudden the door opens and like that girl he's with is there and then and then they all just like freeze frame and he's like. There is one amazing scene in that is when uh, Sophia Batella attacks him in the woods and their car crashes and he's kind of ter- determined oh, to be yeah. the, the manly guy and so he's kind of like limping over to Sophia Batella and his uh, co-worker's like, get him Tom. <laughs> oh yeah, when, when they're driving, like, when they're driving, yeah, like, he, like, cuts off, he cuts off one of the, the zombie people's arms and then it's like, he's just like, oh, oh, just like grabbing him and I'm like, this movie is ridiculous. I love this movie. <laughs> I, have, I have it on Blu-ray. I should rewatch it. It's, it's, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. It's just, oh, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, uh, it's insane. I don't know. That's a tough question. If franchise, I, I feel like we answered it. Dark Tower, yeah. Planet, I mean, yeah. Planet, Planet Apes, Dark Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, those two. I think Dark Tower deserves more, but then again, it also might have a better fan base if it got the treatment it deserves by the studios. Mm-hmm. 
Which it would if it had a bigger fan base. This isn't yeah. really, I mean, this isn't really related to, like, franchises, but, uh... It's a never-ending I think, vicious like, I think we need more, more biopics. I just, I love mm. biopics. I don't know why. They're always just, they're always just, like... Biopics. They're always just, like, biopic. pretty good. That's biopics. Mm. You, can say it both, you can say it both ways. It's literally biography picture. Yeah. Biopic. You can say biopic. Oh my god, you can say anything. Bio- you can call me Chole, it's not my name. Biography picture. Yeah, you're putting my... You don't say, like, biography. Chloe's <laughs> <was> not happy. <laughs> Biology. <laughs> Keep keep going. What's the question? <laughs> All right. So thanks, Andy, for that question. Ho- hopefully we answered it. Uh, and so now this one is Stephen. He did give a locale. Arizona. Nice. So Stephen writes, hoping, uh, I'm guessing it's a guy. Guess, guess I would think Stephen is a pretty. Yeah. So Stephen writes. I know a girl named Stewart. I know a girl named Stewart. Oh, she goes by Stewart. Yeah. Is that actually her name? I do as well. S T U A R T. I know a girl named Stuart. Cool. What's her name? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> All right. So Stephen writes, "Dear podcasters, uh, what do you think is the best way for someone interested in film or whatever field similar to that to get started? I actually have been uh, getting interested in podcasting and maybe even radio because of listening to podcasts over the last year." However, this business is hard to get, to break into and was just wondering what you all thought about it, even if this field isn't necessarily your cur- current career area. Any ideas or comments would be greatly appreciated, even if it just meant people having the discussion on the show. I really appreciate everything, so keep up with what you're doing. Breaking the film? No yeah, podcasting. Or, or, no, or he, well, I think he said film and then um, uh, podcast. He said have been getting interested in podcasting but he said interested in film I've got I've got some advice go for so, it go for it Jacob so, make a website at winks.com <laughs> Break, breaking into the film industry which I know that I guess me and Henry are, are both trying to do um unless uh okay so if you can afford it you know I, I do think that like moving to LA is a good option. It's not something that I have ever considered doing because I don't have any money. So I'm not going to go eat white bread with my cats and my fiance for like 10 years doing <laughs> scripts and editing for free until someone decides to give me, you know, a B movie. Not my scene. So, you know, if you can afford to do that, you know, go do that. But like in terms of like a logical and what I think realistic way to break break into the film industry these days, um unless you are very lucky, or extremely skilled, you should always, like, if you're going to university for film or whatever, you should f- try and find a way to take your skill set and your degree and sort of formulate it into, like, a more practical base where you're not just, like, graduating from college and you're like, all right, time to write some scripts and shoot some movies. You can absolutely do that, but don't let that be the only thing you do. I think a very important thing to do is to go get a career whether that be in film or in something else that is going to pay you well, you know, and try and acquire some skills to where you can get a career that is going to pay you well so you can afford to live, you can afford some things that you want, and you can just be comfortable. And then any free time that you have, you know, on the weekends or time off or whatever, that's when you 
do your projects, you write your scripts, you shoot your movies, and you work on that on the side and get that up to the point where you need to be, but don't let that be your only sole surviving thing. I would say so. I think Jacob's advice is don't die. <laughs> My, I have two. One is more flippant and cynical, which is simply don't. Yes. Oh my uh, god, Raven. No, the film industry is such an absolute disaster of an industry. It's not, it's really frankly not worth pursuing a career in. I would disagree with this that. This is so upsetting, Raven. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say, no, I mean, it's, it's, I would say it's very hard to get into. I mean, like me, getting hard to get into, but I would say it's not pointless to pursue it. Then, then we wouldn't have the filmmakers we have now. It's pretty, I mean, a lot of them but not all of them, Brayden. Even, I mean, there. I would say there'd be plenty of people who would be happy even if it was just they were just the boom mic yeah. guy. Yeah. You know. Well, that was my more practical, uh, more I guess hopeful, less cynical take on things. Is if you want to get into the film industry, don't just say, "I'm going to be a director. I'm going to write." Go to seek out a. It's kind of like an apprenticeship or a technical school rather than just saying I'm going to go to inline film school and be a director there are programs that you can go and learn to be a sound editor and a film uh, an editor uh, a mixer a something and so learn learn a practical skill and then you can apply that and then hopefully through uh, pursuing a career in something a little more practical with regard to you know say sound mixing film editing uh, something along those lines then you can build up connections. You can. Uh, it's it's all about connections. It's all about networking. Any job, it's about networking. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard just about pursuing careers in general. I've heard all kinds of. And I mean, I'm still uh, sort of in in employment limbo myself <laughs> right now. But um, everything I hear is is some vast majority of people in the careers that they have right now. They've gotten there through networking. It's not because they, they, they sent in an application and had a, you know, sort of a cold, uh, cold call and then, you know, an interview and they got the job. It's because they know somebody in a company and they were able to get sort of a foot in the door that way. And so if you've got a practical skill you can apply within the film industry, either in production or sound or uh, film editing, whatever, do that and then hopefully you can begin to network that way. And then that, I think, is, is going to provide you the best shot at um, moving into sort of those more sort of high-profile positions. Because it's very rare, I think, that uh, people start just just flat out, you know, oh, now I'm a director, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So, I mean, I... One word. Nepotism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Follow your dreams and believe in yourself, Steven. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, no, no doubt. I mean, I would say... I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out, figure out exactly what I even want to do, but uh, I would say trying to figure out what you want to do and then just try and get involved with that in whatever way you can. And if you want to do podcasting, well, that's something that's actually not that hard to set up. It took me a few weeks, and I spent a little money on it, but and don't expect to be make much money off it at first. I'm not making money. I'm actually losing money <laughs> for paying all the yeah, for the like any great for, business. Yeah, for like the audio hosting and all that. I'm losing money with this, but it's I've learned things just by doing it, and may lead may lead to something, may not. But you know, just try and do whatever. Maybe you need what, a small loan of a million dollars. 
Maybe. <laughs> I could I could use that. We could all use a small loan of a million dollars. But so I would say, Adam, yeah, do what you want to do. Don't let people tell you not to. Yeah. yeah? If you want to be a, I don't know. Uh, Anything. If you want to go to clown college, go to clown college. Be clown fr- college is really hard. Okay. Be, be like Zach. It. There's very few. Be Zach Galifianakis and do it. You know. Yeah. Or Isla Fisher actually went to clown college, but she dropped oh, out. Right. But hmm. Steve-O from Jackass, he went to clown college. Hmm. We'll get him now. But yeah, I mean, it's. I would say you. No matter what, you kind of have to do something to get involved. It's unless you're like in LA and you know everyone. It's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta do a lot of it yourself, unfortunately. But that's what I mean. Like if you're if you just happen to be very well to do, then maybe going to LA would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. But if you're you know as broke as the rest of us, then if you're Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> <laughs> apartments all no up one, and down the California coast. Nobody yeah. can ever say that Tommy Wiseau did not accomplish what he set out to do that's true he set out to be famous and look at where he is he's famous <laughs> there's your lesson steven yeah <laughs> uh, but he's like i want to be a big hollywood star i want to be famous i you know i want to be well known in hollywood he did it he, he did, did. It. Mm-hmm. he did it and i mean for podcasting i mean <coughs> it's if you have questions you can email me any or anyone if you, you have can call questions. him no he needs friends <laughs> No, I don't need friends. I have <laughs> Chloe. I, I have you. I have Braden. I have Jacob here. <laughs> all the friends. And it's all about saltines and salt. Yeah. <laughs> call him on the call him on the phone. Have a nice talk. Yeah, we can talk about movies. Talk about Dunkirk. Henry will <laughs> give you some occupational therapy. Yeah. You can pen pal from Arizona. That's cool. Yeah. I've had a few pen pals. But there's a train. But yeah, yeah a train. it's just about blocked out yeah. there. He says he listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's something you can, you may need to spend a little bit of money to I get started. Huh? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, to get started, but it's it's pretty fun, especially if you have a group, you know? One thing, it definitely is commitment. You gotta, gotta commit to it or, or kind of get out, you know? So, uh, but that's, yeah, so it's I would encourage if you want to do a podcast, do it. It's it's actually not that hard to set up. So that's one thing I would say is is podcasting. If you want to do it, that's easy to get into. I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, Henry, obviously, you know better than I do about the intricacies of, of setting up everything, the website and getting hosting and all of that. But uh, I mean, that information is out there. It's available, and you know, the democratization of media. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, how I I just learned all of it online. I just went and looked at stuff, and yeah. so you can really literally do it yourself. So. True. Make sure that you can be somewhat unique because the market is a little saturated. Yeah. Like with well, everything. Yeah. It's remarkably saturated. There's so many people out there making mm-hmm. content for everything. These exactly. Days. Even if you just want to make like some video essays on YouTube, incredibly yeah. saturated. Mm-hmm. Everyone's right. out there talking about video essays. But believe think... in yourself, Stephen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, real. as long as you're passionate. I'm trying to lay down the, the law of the land, the real world stuff. That keeps you literally real. just graduated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So if if you do get a, get a podcast going, let us know. We we'll listen to it. So I'll listen to it. Yeah, Jacob will listen to it each week. <laughs> or so he says. Yeah, so he says. Uh, no, but uh, yeah. So would I lie to you? No. I mean, come on. No, you're a good guy, Jacob. Jacob, you you're so much like Tom on my favorite show. It's so weird. Who's like the whole time. What? Um, please like me. There's a character named Tom. Oh. <laughs> please like you. me. You. He says he listens. <laughs> I forget. Please like me every week. I have a poor memory. Yeah, he's. He, well, and I, plus, can't, I can't remember every second of every show. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Oh, fair enough. Just like Tom. But yeah, so hopefully that answers it. I mean, just kind of get involved in whatever you want to do. And you may fail, you may not, but it'll be worth but it. But at least you did it. Yeah. And see, if I hadn't done this, I never would have met Chloe, really. That's know? a fact. That is a fact. My, my, uh, my graduation speaker, who was like the CEO of Cone Health or something... Uh, said that like, uh, he, he gave this big speech about about like some people see failure as a stopping point or something and you should see failure as like a as a good thing or something yeah like well you, hey last, Je- last jedi last jedi yeah. yeah exactly it's it's not whether you fail but how what you do with that failure yeah failure. it's not whether or not you fail it's how stylish you are when you do it exactly hashtag snoke hashtag snoke move fast die hard <laughs> is that the term? I uh, like it. But yeah, so, alright, well, thank you for the questions. Hopefully, we answered them alright uh, for you. So, I guess we can just move on to our picks of the week. So, <coughs> Jacob, since you're the guest, uh, you've been watching anything over the last few months that you want to mention? I've actually been watching quite a few movies lately. So, uh, <laughs> I watched The Last Jedi. And, uh, Cover that one. <laughs> but I saw I saw the Disaster Artist in theaters when it came out. I would highly recommend that to everyone. Um, I don't know how you, you know, you wouldn't call how you all felt about it, but pretty positive. <sighs> I gave it four stars. Oh yeah, no, it's because I haven't listened to that episode. I don't yet. know what I gave it. Henry, you, you liked it, right? No, he didn't like no, it. Didn't I gave it five. He didn't think it was funny. Seven. Yeah, I thought it was. I great. thought it was, was kind of funny. <laughs> I had a good audience for that too. You know, everyone everyone had clearly seen the room and they were all laughing at the right moments and no one was really like, obnoxious. Uh, at home, I, I've been watching several things. I watched Juno for the first time last uh. week. <laughs> I liked that a lot. That was good. Yeah. yeah, me too. I, I mean, like, I like it a good. I bit. believe I saw someone say on on Letterbox. They said like, uh, you know, a romantic comedy is like ice cream. No matter how many flares and stylings you put in it, it's still ice cream or something. That's so stupid. I thought that that was the whole point. Ice was that was so like good. it was like a romantic <laughs> comedy with a lot of like intricate little quirky things i don't know i liked it i I, <laughs> um, I mean i haven't seen it in a while but i did like it when i've seen it so i watched it's just like jk simmons oh yes mm-hmm. the, the woman and ellen the page, actress, that was ellen the page is, is incredible uh yeah she's yeah. good the actress that was the mother i don't recall her name but <coughs> she was good yeah, yeah. Okay. i really like um, her parents michael sarah and ellen page i thought were okay you know. i watched a uh, nerve with Dave Franco. Oh, how was that? And um, Emma Roberts. Uh, yeah. I think I gave it like th- like three stars because I really? mean like it was um. Oh, Alice and Jan. It was um. It was like, it was easy to enjoy. I wasn't mm-hmm. like I wasn't like wow this is incredible and you know like the message was kind of like being hammered like oh social media is bad millennials are bad and I was like okay but like it was like entertaining. Hmm. <laughs> I actually yeah, heard. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> heard. <laughs> decent things about that so I, I will yeah. I think I do want to watch that at some point so that's pretty entertaining and there was a recently watched all of Tarantino's movies in order so there's that whoa <laughs> which one's your favorite <coughs> uh Django Unchained I think is actually my favorite nice. really best theme song yeah I mean it was Pulp Fiction for a while but then after watching Django like three or four times I was just like I don't know it's just, just... Pulp Fiction Django Reservoir for me it's still Reservoir Dogs yeah, the yeah. dialogue snaps. The acting is taut. I mean, Harvey Keitel, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, and um, Reservoir Dogs, and and Jackie Brown are probably his two most 
not not Tarantino esque. Yeah, that's I think that's probably why I like. Although I did really like Inglorious <laughs> Bastards as well. That, that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That's like my least favorite. Cool. There was actually there was actually one one more thing I watched recently. Let me see. I want to get it all out there. The people need to know. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Profile. <laughs> we need some little music to fill the I'll put some, I can sing Django. Space. Django! Like, <laughs> I'll, put some, I'll put some music. No, I actually really like the original uh, song that uh, John Legend wrote for that movie. Who, who did that to you? Mm. It's great. It's great. I guess I wasn't anything. Okay. I saw I saw Murder on the Orient Express on Thanksgiving, so that was good. What you think? It's okay. I think I gave it three. Yeah, that's so. about. I liked yeah, it a lot. Nice. Yeah, Chloe did. I like my I like my, uh, I like my murder mysteries. Probably like my second favorite genre. Yeah, I like so. the murder I, I, mysteries. I do too. too. But usually TV show. I just like TV. It's what I've really learned from this movie <laughs> podcast. I really <laughs> like TV. TV yeah, for sure. So that pretty much covers what I've been. Seen lately. All right. I would recommend all of those to, to any any film watcher. Alright. So well let's see, I uh I oh well, I mentioned it on our a little pre show banter <laughs> we had uh before the show. You mean like talking? Yeah, pre show banter. Yeah. Pre show banter. <coughs> uh green room. Pre Braden banter is what I call it. Okay. No, he was here. <laughs> he was no, okay. So um I watched uh Stronger starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, last night, which is about the true story about Mark, or not Mark, uh, Jeff Bomber. Were you thinking Bomer. Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> no. He's in all those movies. No, but um, I think that's his name, who lost his legs in the Boston bombing, mm-hmm. and it's about his recovery, and his, about his recovery and his relationship with his girlfriend, and I thought it was really good. Uh, I Jake Gyllenhaal's incredible. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's remarkable. He's and Tatiana Maslany. She, yeah, she's yeah, she's really good in it too. She's also quite good. Uh, but it's it's a really touching and at times very intense uh, personal drama, I guess you can call yeah. it. But very underrated, I'd say. It's, I think it's already been forgotten. Nobody, you know? nobody showed up to see it in the theaters. Yeah. When we played at the Chelsea, I it did. Was, it was empty. Did you? Yes. Oh, but, and it was empty. Yeah, it was empty, and it was it was a shame because the performances were spectacular. The story was really good. I mean, it's gripping because you know here's this guy who, who because of misfortune, is sort of he's thrust into this role as as hero, and he he's not comfortable with it at all, and he's not. There's nothing in his life that would that would have you know painted him as a hero beforehand. You know, mm. I mean, it was. Um, it was really gut wrenching to watch this guy struggle with, with, with not just the accident, the loss of legs, but then everything that. It's happened. an interesting commentary on our society. In a way, mm. I guess you could say. <clears throat> I know, but I thought the two scenes that really stuck out was the elevator scene after yeah. the the show or the, yeah. the the game, and then the car scene where she she leaves him in the car. Mm-hmm. I thought that those in particular were both really good, but. 
very underrated movie, and that's on like Blu-ray and Amazon and all that now. We've got it right here. Actually. Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to, I'll, <laughs> if I'll, anyone wants to just reach their computer, <laughs> yeah. send Henry a mail. He'll 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 mail that off to you. Yeah, a little Christmas present. You so. should buy a you should just buy a bunch of copies of all of your blu <laughs> Blu-rays and upsell them to the listeners. Are you right? Yeah. Jeez. That's how you make your money, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, so that was oh. one of the better films that I've seen recently. I did see The Shape of Water, but I guess we'll review that next week. So. Are we? Yeah, we saw it together. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. We were separated by some people, though. Yeah. but really uh, that many people were there? Is it? No, no. We, she was, no, we were like with a couple friends. people. And I was, we were kind Henry, of... Like, Henry's okay. going to want to see okay. it again. My best friend Connor talks. I probably won't see it again, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll... No, I liked it. Uh, I, so far, I, it's basically met everyone's expectations. Del Toro needs this, man. He's, uh, he's, he's really depressed. What? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> he's always talking about like how, how he just like he just feels like he just gets kind of like just shoved to the back on like both the games and the the film industry. Yeah, congratulations like, for being a really successful director. I'm mm. so sorry for. Um, you. Yeah, but I mean, I I'll say I liked the movie. Yeah, that's not a it's not a good argument. Yeah. Yes, it is. Rich, successful people are allowed to to feel bad. Not about, about not about that though. You can't get pushed to the back burner when your movies are whatever. But no, as far as I know, Crimson Peak was not very well received. Oh, I love Crimson no, Peak. No, no, I mean, well, I mean, it was. <laughs> we received it well. Some people really liked. I, I loved it. I, I liked it too. Personally. Fans loved it. Critics weren't as, as please, forgiving. I rather have continue. fans love it. But please, please continue. I mean, I won't. I, I guess I won't say, say much about it now, just because I guess there's not much coming out this week. So I guess maybe we can we'll review that next week. But Darkest Hour. Oh yeah. So well, I don't know, Chloe. I mean, you were wanting to talk about that on the show, right? What? Ship Water. There's so much to talk about. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about that next week? Yeah. All right. Can we'll talk about it right now. No, I want to go well, with Jacob. <laughs> Chloe's done. I yeah. have a life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, check out. Stronger. Have you even seen it? Not yet. No. Give, give him time. Give the man time. <laughs> no, he just whatever. Uh, Brain. Like the scene where she's holding the egg. Oh uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, Jacob. I haven't. Usually, hard boiled eggs are a big part of my diet, but recently <laughs> they haven't been. I was like, that's weird. Chloe, what's it going on? I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's in reference to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Brayden, what about you? Um, I don't know. I haven't really been. Um,. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Guillermo del Toro, he's got a, an animated series on Netflix called Troll Hunters. It's oh, sort yeah. of something I geek out on, and that's that's why it's so sad. Is because Anton Yelkin did the voice of the main <laughs> character for the first season. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know who did the voice for this most recent season, but it, it sounds surprisingly similar to Anton Yelkin. Hmm. Um, but that was, that was you know, I watched that. It's a little bittersweet, obviously, again, because... <laughs> Guillermo del Toro, who's got Shape of Water out now, but it was one of the voice actors was Anton Yelkin, and so you yeah. Know. I know I can't. I literally just can't bring myself to watch it. Like I love so many of his movies, like Odd Thomas. I love Charlie Bartlett. I love whatever. Mm-hmm. Charlie Bartlett's one of the ones I'd watch like over and over, and I just like can't watch him. So sad. Yeah, it's 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 tough. You know that it's tough. like every movie that's come out in the past like oh my word maybe like <laughs> seven or eight years. Huh? Do you have like every movie that's come out like in the past couple of years? I usually buy a movie Dark each Quarry week. Few. It's a lot, yeah. You got La La Land there. Um. <laughs> so many, so many I want to own, but can't afford that. Well, you can you it's can like borrow any, any twenty bucks of Blu-ray. Before you leave, you can borrow like whatever ones you want to watch. Cool. Uh, 
Think the other that. thing I've been watching is, because uh, it's on Netflix now, is Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. That's so up your alley, is I really can't even take one? it. It's a good one. It was on, like, Stars. Star yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's a Stars series, mm -hmm. and they're going to do a third season of it, I'm sure. Is it good? Yeah. It's, I love it. I've I mean, seen the which first is, season. Which is it's weird, because very good. it's totally <laughs> on the top gory. Which right. is not my. I'm not into into super gory films. I mean, that's kind of that. That's what the Evil Dead was. Yeah. yeah. If you ever saw. Well, that. yes and no. Uh, I don't. The first film I haven't from the original series I haven't seen. The second film was sort of like goofy, campy horror film, and then the third film, Army of Darkness, was just complete camp. Utter camp. Just total <laughs> campy camp, camp. I, I actually mean, really like the uh, reboot. I think they're in love. Evil Dead. Oh, really? <laughs> huh. I like the part um, at the end where she's like, she's like chainsawing that guy and there's just blood rain falling from the sky and I was like, this I did is, like that one this moment. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Star series is so utterly over the top. It's just gory. It's like Tarantino. It's, no. I mean, this no, is beyond. No, it's not. No, this is beyond Tarantino. Tarantino is, Tarantino got is all blood, violence from you know, okay. from Sam Raimi. <laughs> this is this is beyond. Like this Perfect. is this is this is. Have you ever seen Dead Alive? Peter Jackson's. I think it was his no. first film. No. Dead Alive. Yeah. Well, no. How people not <laughs> seen this film? <laughs> go home and watch it. Yeah, yes, go home and watch go it. Go home and watch it. Go home and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I've seen time. George Lucas's first movie. Uh, What's it called? THX one one three eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen that? I need to see that. I haven't seen that. It sounds like a film I'd totally geek out on. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, really intricate. So. Yeah, there's almost no dialogue, and it's just a lot of shots of big white hallways and stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, but uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. It's a lot of. It's it's really just over the top gore and a lot of campy stuff and it's not usually something I I really go for but there's a certain amount of nostalgia because I watched Army of Darkness at a midnight show when my dad owned the Carolina Theater downtown and he did midnight shows for a while and uh, one of the first ones we played was Army of Darkness and my friends and I just fell in love with it because it was so goofy yep. it's so goofy <clears throat> um, and he keeps a lot of that sort of campy grindhouse goofy over the top bonanza stuff with the series and it's just it's brilliant it's not for the faint of heart though I'll just put it that way there's a it's scene it's not for the Chloe's of the world no there's <laughs> a scene in season two where let's just say the whole idea of the colonoscopy is turned on its head well that's like American Horror Story is getting that way too. is it? The, have you seen Hotel this season? I didn't Hotel. see Hotel I watched uh what was it, Coven? Yeah, I think I've only seen. And there's Freak a scene show. Where, where they go to town on zombies with the chainsaw in the yard. At one I've point. only seen half of Freak Show, but I know the hotel has like a some sort of drill bit blood orgy. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was so, all vampires and stuff like that. But Lady Gaga's in it. Okay, yeah. if she's uh, in it, then I have to watch it. <laughs> all right. Well. uh before Chloe loses it, uh, <laughs> Chloe, what's your pick of the week? Okay. Just because, like for the theme. If you haven't watched Doctor Who, you should probably watch Doctor Who. And then... Um, I don't like it anymore. It's gotten bad. 
But I think that there was the, a lull. It'll come back. I think the new, the new, the new one. I think she'll save it. She will, and the um, the new showrunner is really good. Nobody likes Stephen Moffat. It's just a fact. Like nobody. Yeah, no. Likes Stephen him. Moffat ruins everything. He's a jerk. I watched yeah. Eccleston through Smith, and then Capaldi just. just oh, like, but he's so sweet. I watched it for him because he loves it so he's much. So old. It was really weird to have Matt Smith. <laughs> And like Clara have this like have this like relationship, and then all they of a sudden did. it's Peter Capaldi, and now it's like a romance with her and an old man. It's not. Do you watch it? You don't watch it. You don't know. I haven't seen any of the episodes You're... of Peter Capaldi. Then just stop talking. <laughs> You're just wrong. God. And if you haven't seen Firefly, you should watch Firefly. Also. Firefly's it's a really good show. I saw it recently within the past several months. It's good, yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah. If you like documentaries, Jane was really cool. It was really well put together. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. Ah, there you go. If you like documentaries, you can go to uh, Jacob Alexander Bowers dot uh, dot com slash JV Productions and watch some of mine. <laughs> there you go. Do you do documentaries? Yeah, I've liked what yeah. you've done. What all, I've seen, all I have on there is three documentaries because it's my best work. Everything else I don't think is representative of of my best work. So, all I have on there is a documentary about pets, documentary about public libraries, and a documentary about. A secret death society at the University of Chapel Hill. Oh yeah, what? yeah. My best friend in that. What? The reincarn, the incarnation, of the like new ver- whatever. It used to be this really weird secret society, and now it's just like a frat. Yeah. Well, no, it's not just a frat. <laughs> but they still have a castle. So yeah, it's, they it's still just have. Like, yeah. They're having like frat parties in a castle. Yeah, a few of my friends are in it. There was someone like doing kickflips on the battlements on like a skateboard. What? really weird connection yeah hmm. very strange yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah alright 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 well there you go um I guess that's about I guess that's about it unless <clears throat> anyone else has anything else they want to mention no no I mean nobody's seen the trailers that I saw which were what Venom uh Annihilation I saw Annihilation I saw Annihilation, I saw Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh the teaser trailer for the Mortal Machines, or no? Mortal, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. That's it. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm gonna. I'll check that out afterwards. <laughs> I like cars. Oh, uh, don't, don't. It's just, it's painful. Uh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. So I guess next week, I guess we'll be doing Shape of Water, and and then maybe Darkest Hour or something. We'll figure out the. The order. I don't. Oh, really... so many films to watch. So many yeah. watch. So many films. Yeah. It, yeah. It just depends on. Well, I mean, what, what else is... Because we could just push Darkest Hour to the following week. I don't know what's coming out. There's downsizing, but... Oh. We'll work it out. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll, 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 <laughs> I don't know. The Shape of Water and, like, like Pan's Labyrinth or something. Yeah. Or Hellboy. We already just Because did. it's obviously Abe Sabian. Well, the only... The thing yeah. We've, we've well, just that's, that's did Crimson biggest. Peak. We've done... We've re-reviewed Crimson Peak and Pacific Rim. So yeah. Oh, okay. Can't turn it too much into a Del We could Del do Creature Toro. from the Black Lagoon. We Let could. That'd be interesting. Mm. But so yeah, have, you, so have you splash have you seen every single one of these? splash? I mean, there might be a couple that Jacob's I'm... obsessed with the DVDs. Yeah. Oh, this oh is nothing you should God. see. I, I, want, I want a collection like this. But you should see what uh, our buddy Will has. Oh yeah, Will's like double this. I'm, I'm no, 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 double. Excuse me. Like My dad literally, literally, probably eighteen times this at least. I'm not kidding. Oh, that's roughly what Will. I have. Has I have. I think. I, I think I have twelve. Yeah. Exactly. So. Nice. Will has a room in his car, which I is nothing on, but floor-to-ceiling film, all every wall in his room. Yeah, there's this guy I watch on YouTube called Nick Spears, and his he he looks like that. He has an entire room that's just wall-to-ceiling, like just yeah. I mean, that's that's Will. That's 
But yeah, so... Uh, Chloe wants to leave, because yeah. apparently she finds our company distasteful. I don't, I just have it. Just... Yeah, she's got stuff to do, when so... you buy a house, just buy an extra room in it for your blue race. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna do that. So, uh, well, Jacob, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I love talking to Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Oh, what? <laughs> 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 he said that thing. I don't find your company disdainful. Oh, okay. But yeah, so we'll keep you updated for next week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We we sure did, especially Chloe. Loved every minute. I just of don't it. like sci-fi. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I like Star Trek. We've been through this. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We hope you have a, a merry Christmas, and we'll see you later. But oh wait, no. Yeah, we'll. I'll be back. Okay, merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs>
it's not good to, it, it's not, you know, bad to have passions. Wait, this is your idea, not, right? This, this was, was just I didn't purely miss an idea. Okay. <laughs> this was just purely an idea. And so it was, it was actually a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> I don't to think he yeah. said that. <laughs> no. Uh, it was kind of a disappointment to me that I ended up going in the direction that it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, as I mentioned before, that's, that's one of the major plot points that I actually saw coming is, is partly through the, through the throne room scene, I said, oh, they're just going to go with the same old thing. Because in the, in the Star Wars mythology, a Sith essentially ascends to, an apprentice Sith actually ascends to masterhood, mainly by assassinating his master. Her master, its master. Thank you know. so Who's much. The Who's the real master, you know? Um, <laughs> That's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, partway through that scene, I, I just kind of went, oh, that's what's going to... And then, sure enough, that's what happened. And I just kind of went, eh. Okay, Kyle Ritz. But didn't bad. you guys just say that that's what people like about <clears throat> these movies? Oh, that's I not what I, That's not what I like That's not what I like about the Star Wars films. I don't like... I don't like the... the, the I mean, again, what I like so much about Revenge of the Sith is the fact that there is... There's a lot of sort of moral huh? ambiguity... And Anakin Skywalker's. Right, right. Am I good? Am I bad? I don't know. You know, and and uh, Palpatine just sort of feeds his ego and eventually corrupts him through, through pride and fear and, and love and all these things that mm. you know can. <laughs> That's life for him. <laughs> move to move people to greatness, but then also undermine that greatness and mm-hmm. cause it collapse. So, but you know, this one again was just sort of. Oh, now Kylo Ren's bad, and Ray is good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought I thought that the, the the dynamic between the two of them would lead to to some new burgeoning some cousin love force order thing. No, because they're not <laughs> at all related. So there's no. I still think they are. I think they might be. Yeah, I still think they are. Yeah. Well, Jacob, you said you had some spoiler stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Would. Right I just here. want to run down several things real quick. <laughs> Go. Uh, we got all the time in the world. Yeah, so. <laughs> first of all, I thought that uh, I thought that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher both delivered really powerhouse performances in this. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought both were very good. I'm not okay. very good. Did you not like Carrie Fisher? Thought she was really bad. What? Hmm. No. I liked her. You're disrespecting a dead woman. Yeah. How dare you? I'm respecting her by treating her with, you know. Whatever. I will say the whole. I'm not patronizing her by just saying. Flying space angel Carrie Fisher. I, that was. Uh, I, 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 I can say I, I hated that. I hated that. That scene was kind of bad. I, I hated it. Agree. That was so funny. You know, I, saw, uh, I saw that. And I, I just thought, oh look, a meme. Yeah. I thought, I thought that. She, um, yeah, I thought she was dead. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I thought too. Yeah. I thought that uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac all still delivered good performances. Mm. Um, BB-8 was pretty underutilized. Yeah. I, I wish I wish BB-8 was in it more because he was like my favorite part of The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, what I have to say about General Gleason is I just thought that General Hux in The Force Awakens was what he would like. I thought he was he was like like pretty badass and like pretty like like as he should be as like a general working under the Death Star and then he just turned into this like just bumbling idiot in yeah. The Last Jedi. I was I was like he's just like. He's just like an idiot now. He just can't do anything right. And, you know, and so I was like, I was like, that's a little bit of a weird change. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as, I said before, as I said before, the Finn and Rose uh, romance plot I thought was pointless. Um, just terrible. It was bad. What else, what else did I have to say? Uh, 
Okay. Hold on. It would have been funny if uh, there was just a line where like Kylo Ren just turns to Don McLeese and it's like, you're just like an idiot, man. Can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, just yeah. such an incompetent What I have to say about Kylo Ren and, and Rey, uh, I didn't like how easily Snoke was defeated because I thought they, they built up Snoke to be like immensely powerful. He was using the force from like another ship like to, to throw around General Hux and you know he he admitted to like melding Ray and Kylo Ren's minds and stuff and he was he was like immensely powerful and then he was just like sort of sort of so easily tricked you know I, I figured that it it was because Kylo Ren had like had learned how to have very strong mental fortitude and like block his thoughts but, but he was kind of just Snoke was kind of like set up and then I ended think it's a pride thing. almost immediately mm-hmm. and I didn't like that Kylo Ren just went. Back. I think it would have been way more interesting if he had paired up with Ray. Maybe that maybe is a little cliche, I don't know. But I would have preferred him to go to the light side instead of just fighting that big battle with her. Like, they, they team up, and then he just immediately goes back to the dark side. I was just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I wish that... I actually liked all I wish of it that. had been different. Mm. I'll say I would totally go to the dark side and be bad if I could get one of those red three-pronged lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. I just There's... like the mask. And you well, get to wear all black. Oh yeah, but it's like, like space Johnny Cash. But yeah, but but like the the heat ripples on the red, like oh, that I would love to. I think have one the of those. um the the last things I have to say is is Yoda. The part with Yoda was weird. Uh, I, I, I did like Miss Piggy. I actually, like told me it was the same. I actually, like Miss Piggy. Frank Oz. Yeah, okay, I didn't know, but he sounded just like Miss Piggy. I feel like if you're a voice Christ, actor, you can deviate. Miss Piggy. I know, but if you're a voice actor, you should be able to do more than one voice. <laughs> Well, there's oh, slight differences between he the two. He found it just like and, his baby. Uh, I like the tease at the end that there's going to be a whole new Jedi Order, I guess. That little kid, like, force oh, yeah, right. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. To him. That was extra. I did find that <laughs> scene to be a little goofy. As, like, and how to end the, the that, that film. It was just kind of like yeah. set saccharine. Like, I felt like it just was felt kind of cliche. The, like, the, the last scene is this kid, you know, getting his power. I just felt like it was kind well, of... the whole thing is the end of all that other stuff. That's why all the older characters keep dying off and stuff. Yeah. There's, now, there's new bad guys, new good guys, new little kids. Like, the whole point is I that like, they're um, starting anew in the middle of a, right. the new series, which is kind of cool, but also... Yeah. I like Luke's, like, condemnation of, like, the, the Jedi and the Sith. Like, he's like, it needs to end. You know, like, he's saying, like this sort of battle between good and evil has been happening for, like, way too long. We need to just, like, go to, like, back to a baseline. I thought that was, that was really interesting. But what does that even mean? But then his, um, his confrontation with, with Kylo Ren I thought was good. I think that, that suggests that Kylo Ren will continue to struggle with, like, being pure dark side because he killed his own father, which has really messed him up, and then he was denied the opportunity to kill Luke Skywalker because Luke just, like, killed himself. So... You know that'll 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 like deteriorate color in even further, and I think he may eventually go to the light side. He did kill Snoke though, who is his. That's true. In a sense, I guess you could say father figure. Mm-hmm. I like the. I thought um, that backstory was weak sauce. I like the setup of of Rey as the gray Jedi, like using both the, the powers of the dark and the powers of the cool, light. Yeah. And I, Chewbacca was just nowhere to be found. Yeah, he showed up. He was in it? He was eating a fish. I know he was in it. He was only in a couple of He did very little, though. He, well, he was going to eat a porg. I thought he died last time, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then the reveal, (laughs) the final reveal of Ray's parents, I liked, but I know some people that are disappointed that it wasn't, she wasn't, like, a Kenobi or a Skywalker. I like the fact that she's not. I mean, it's like she's totally removed That's the new thing. It's the Blade Runner thing. 
Where it's the new thing. Or the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. A special if someone comes from nothing. Yeah, except I also still don't believe it, but we'll see. Yeah, I like I like that Blade Runner know? as well. Like you, you really think he's gonna be like Deckard's son? And then, <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about Blade Runner. <laughs> How would Kylo okay. Ren know who her parents are? Like, how would he know? He just said that because he knew it would get under her skin. Did he skin. just, read, just think, read her mind? I yeah, I think he just read her mind because he said you know, <laughs> you've know you known all along who your parents are. Mm-hmm. That's and so I think, help, but she doesn't know either. It's done. Yeah. She, she probably does, has some but, memories as a, as a, as a Yeah, child. she probably just remembers, but she buried it deep because it's not something she wants to confront. <laughs> her page, he says, you know, your parents sold you for, like, gambling debt or something. We'll yeah. See. That's not something a kid's going to want to remember. Oh, I was used to cover my parents for gambling debt. <laughs> well, that's a wholesome upbringing. You we'll know, see, we'll I see. mean, that's yeah. something you obviously are going to repress. Yeah. So. Well, well, in terms of, like, that being kind of a divisive thing, I guess we, we can't talk about that, the petition that's going around that's, like, gaining huge, like, already has, like, 13,000 signatures to get the whole film removed from the canon. But they want to keep The Force Awakens in the canon? Yeah, cool. Because the thing is, issue with they this, just back is it up they for hate a people hate that what they did with Mark Hamill or Luke Skywalker. They they hate that they killed him off because they think, oh, we've been with this character for so long. He's been in all the you know books and TV shows and all this stuff, and now he's gone. And so, so it, well, exactly, he and, achieved perfect astral projection and then faded away into force. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, him, so like, I mean, the whole point to this series is is in, and particularly in this one, you have to let your favorite to, characters die. Like, you have to let them achieve topple, their full arc. Topple, you know? topple your idols, mm-hmm. burn your idols, overthrow your. I mean, that's 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 you know, idolatry is 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 ridiculous. You have to do way with some of that crap at some point. Yeah. The guard the guard is constantly changing. It's been changing for decades and you have to you know, out with the old in with the new. Like yeah. you can't I mean, hold on like, to these When things. I saw that I was like, oh that was nice. What a what what a nice way. But like then people are just up in arms because he's gone. And I think it was a, a perfect way. Fandom for is, is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. You can enjoy something without being without having to cling tenaciously to what it was. If there are any like Star Dr. Wars Dr. fans Dr. listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. I don't like I don't Dr. like Dr. you. Yeah, I'm with Jacob. <laughs> I don't like you either. If your oh, name is on this God. petition, you're dead to me. <laughs> it's a little harsh. Well <clears throat> this is an anti Star Wars podcast. It is. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I love Star I grew up with it. I remember one of my as I said I think I mentioned this before, one of my earliest memories is is in the theater watching Bar Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And just to add ads on Hoth and all that I mean it just it blew my mind as a child I still love Star Wars tremendously I remember the first time but, I saw Star Wars right. I said oh this is John yeah I think it was the first such one such a such a rebel cynical. I just didn't like it I just cynical. never liked it that's fine cynical very cynical I'm not cynical Chloe the cynical I love how you just Chloe like keep repeating cynical. it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cynical I think I'm like the least cynical one here sure? where's your childlike wonder is it gone Oh, she's got the wonder. Did you lose it I've got a lot of... She has a lot of wonder. I, it's just not for Star Wars. I don't know. I also have a hard time with science fiction. And there's just so many... Just, like, magic's one. Like, whatever. Fantasy is different than science fiction. There's just so many plot holes. And it might be because I grew up with my dad. I don't know. But I just can't deal with all of this stuff that makes no sense. I just can't. I'm don't the, worry. When we start talking about Star Trek, I'll probably be sounding like you. Mm. Oh, no. That's oh. why. <laughs> Also, like, the foxes, the ice foxes, there's just this random little way to get out of this stupid, invincible oh, hut. I, oh, I did what love... What the heck? I love the design of those. Well, I mean, again, It looked like it's... a Pokemon. It looked like it, not even Pokemon. What was that? What was what? that thing we used to play? 
Talking about the caretaker. Yu Gi Oh. No, no, not the not the creepy little things in the robes on the Jedi. No, no the, the little the crystalline ice boxes. Ice boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On the salt to, planet. Yeah. All the time. It was like on the internet, and there was the weird little animals. Whatever. I like those things that I'll like is the square out the green juice. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> what? That was like, what? You, know, you know where Mark Hamill like. Oh, they have like uh, yeah, the milk. The udders. Udders. Yeah, he's got that. that thing. Well, weird. I mean, that was kind of a joke because it has the blue milk, right? Mm-hmm. They had the blue milk. Neopets. <laughs> the big Neopets. Neopets. Oh. Neopets. Well, they had the blue milk <laughs> in New Hope, right? So now he's getting the green milk from the freaky right. sea. I don't know what the hell sea cow. Are, sea cow thing with the giant realistic. Nipple action. I like the scene. <laughs> what, I like the that? scene where they're just destroying that that casino town. I was like, Oh yeah, I, yeah, I did love. I that. like how they just didn't was even. The little guy. Did you tell? No, we talked about this though. They didn't even find okay. the guy that they were lo- looking for there, or they no. found him, but they didn't get it him. It was Justin Thoreau. <laughs> what the heck? Oh yeah. Can't who, deal. Who is he? And he was like a he's former. He's married to Jennifer uh, Aniston. Well, I mean, he's been in like. He's, he's in the leftovers. He's in the leftovers. He's been in. He was, in, leftovers. He was like a. He, he was, actually co-wrote *Tropic Thunder*. He was a heartthrob, oh, really? right? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't he a '90s heartthrob? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, in the, his character was like a f- former lover of Maz Kanata. It's interesting. Is that Lupita? In the Last Lupita Jedi. Younger. Oh. The yeah. guy, the guy with the red. Yeah. Flower. She was like, oh, gotcha. like they, they were, they were like, oh, so he, he sounds like this guy can do everything, and she was like, oh yes, he can, Ooh. and they were like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> was Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, the was the person for the little coin dude. He yeah. did the. He just went like. I don't know what it's called. He did the stuff where they put like the little balls on you. Who did Andy Serkis play? Did he play? Uh, he was Snoke. Snoke. Yeah. Oh right. And I, I thought I was going to hate Snoke going in, but I really like the character. See, that's what upsets me is is how many things they introduce and then don't explain. His eyes are like, like that. Yeah. Who the hell is Snoke? <laughs> he's just... He's just a supreme leader, He's just man. a Jedi. Wait, is he but not the other ones? No, he in Force he's not in anywhere. Yeah, he's, he's, he was in Force Awakens. He's in Force Awakens. He, he's in he Force starts Awakens. there, but then... They, well, that's my question, though, is well, because that's... Return of the Jedi ends, <laughs> and how many years in the future is, is this current... Is this current trilogy? It's like uh, twenty or thirty years in the future, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, because Mark Ham- or Luke Skywalker is still out there. Snoke out. obviously is. He's old. been in the sun too much. He's wizened. I mean, there, there's something <laughs> has happened to him to make. Well, him there were people look. that were like, "Oh, he's Darth Plagueis or something." Like people think that he's one of the older Sith lords. And he's going by a different name or something. Well, who the hell is he? But no, this is my nobody. Problem there's with no this there's... Too, exactly. There's no reason. My biggest problem probably with Star Wars is like the bad people are just bad to be bad. Like there's no. That's just Disney. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Disney either. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Well, that's it's like why you can't get behind it at all. That's right. why I like Revenge of the Sith so much. Is it gives you some context yeah. to why they're bad. And that was what happened to Anakin. How did Anakin Skywalker? You're right. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's an interesting thing about that's it. Is Lucas did many things, many things wrong with that with that prequel trilogy. But the one thing he did right is he gives you some context for why Vader is bad. Mm-hmm. He gives you some reason. It's not just like, hey, like we were talking about before. Hey, I like the helmet and I get the cool red lightsaber. I think I'll be bad. No, it's, you know, you see what led him down this path. Um, That's what I'm saying also with the Luke Kylo Ren story. It was so weak. It was so stupid. It's like, I felt that he was bad. 
and then I went to kill him, and then he saw me and got sad. And that's it. That's it? Well, she, Are you joking? No, he, so felt, he felt betrayed. No, I yeah. know. I get it. But I mean, I'm... Ugh, I mean, in terms of how it was done in the film. Just not good, yeah. I just hate how in The Force Awakens... Uh, also, there are, they don't usually I, I have dislike. flashbacks, right? Huh? Hmm? They like, don't really have flashbacks in the Star Wars. They did in this one. <laughs> I mean, before this. I, I dislike that in The Force Awakens, Snoke was like a monolith. Like, they showed him a few times and he was just giant. Was I know huge, it was probably like yeah. a projection, was, but like, yeah. I was like, he's built up to just be this like crazy powerful dude. And then in The Last Jedi, he was just like a, it's like an old man. He probably has like a colostomy bag or something. <laughs> like, he I was mean, just he like, is, he is still missing. <laughs> he was just like, though. yeah, he just doesn't ever get up out of his chair, you know. He doesn't need to. That's real power. He's got that gold, like, bathrobe. Well, yes, another good coat. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Kylo Ren has to beat him not by just raw sheer power. Yeah. But no, by subterfuge. Which was like yeah. Anakin's problem, right? Like he tried to just use yes. raw power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. That's why he got so messed up. Mm-hmm. He, was, <laughs> he was consumed by anger. He got yeah. tore up from the photo. <laughs> Right. My mom said sub fam to Charlie this morning. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. But she whispered wanna, it. Um, she whispered it. I don't know if we want to wait to talk about talk about this, but I want to know what, what, what are your thoughts on the, the the format of putting like a Star Wars story in between years of I, releasing. I would rather have that. Cause I, I don't. I, I don't want one uh, an episode every single year. Because we're getting we got episode seven and then we got Rogue One, but then Han Solo Han solo, solo story that's releasing like soon, like in the summer. Like, yeah. So I'm like, are we gonna have something next December I don't, I don't as think well? So. I and then because Ryan episode nine a trilogy. Yeah. Well, then Same. episode apparently we're supposed to be getting episode ten through twelve. Wait, what do you mean, Brian? I mean, well, he's he's got. Like trilogy. Not including They're doing Force Awakens? Not including Force Awakens. He's doing Well, then a... what's Force Awakens? Oh, no, no, okay, so the Force Awakens and this is in the main This is canonical. Trilogy. This is Luke Skywalker, and then, Leia, Han Solo, canonical. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson has just been hired to do a completely uh, new trilogy yeah, that's separate. I thought that was going to be like episodes 10 through 12. No, it's a completely new... No. Are we also getting episodes 10 through 12? I think, yeah. I think. I no, I don't think so. I think I this is the last... This is, this is it for the for the canonical stuff. Oh, okay. okay. What? And what then the there will be know. other series set in the Star Wars universe, but they will not be in the timeline. But there was no real ending to this. Well, there's, there's, there's no more. There's, 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 there's one more. Oh, there is one more. Yeah, one more. There's number nine to finish off this trilogy. Each of these series is a trilogy. Oh, yeah, and side note, I thought it was interesting in The Last Jedi that the Resistance don't win. They don't win, yeah, like, was, at all. That was interesting. Like, they yeah. just keep losing over and over again, and then it ends with them, like, running away. Like, they escape. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't, oh. they don't win. In terms of the, this, um, the spinoffs and stuff, I would say I liked Rogue One a good bit more than this. Well, that's, that's the thing that I would say, is, is I thought this was, I thought this was good, but I, honestly, of all the films that have come out since they restarted this under the, under the Disney tutelage, is Rogue One was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely yeah. just give Rogue One five stars. When Darth Vader shows up, it's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I like the kind of dark tone and everything, so yeah. I'm trying not like to, that. like, already hate the Han Solo movie, but I just... Oh, I, I, I just... I, I, I can't... I love Alden Ehrenreich. I just can't... No, I, I, I just... I don't know. I just... Alden Ehrenreich, I just think he's... I, that's like, I, I could not... At this point, with all the Ron stuff that's happened... Howard. I just Why? Could, <laughs> Why? 
I'm going to save that. I'm going to put that at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd say I have absolutely no interest at this point in the Han Solo. It's just like, it's just, but you're I both going to see it. I think the next one. I know, I'm all going to see it. I'm going to see it. it. Yeah. But in terms of, like, I was kind of looking forward to this, but I just, I'm now not I'm, at all. Now I feel like I'm going to see it out of obligation rather than out of... Yeah, I would almost, so I would almost guarantee that the next Star Wars story is going to be an Obi-Wan movie. Like, well, they're yeah. planning... Well, I thought yeah, they were doing a Yoda and a Boba Fett. Like, I thought. two separate? Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought Yoda yeah, but they are doing one with uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah, they are. Or they're planning okay. it, at least. Yeah. Yoda, that would be interesting. We've only ever seen Yoda as an old frog person. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Is he a human in the no. beginning? He's no. never a human, right? He's not a human. Alien. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got cursed by an evil witch. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, fans hate this one. Just wait until they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other stuff about Star Wars before we move on? We've kind of talked to... Uh, I bit. just wish I knew who the hell Snoke is. Listeners, if you know... There's so many plot holes. I can't deal with it. Where the First Order dredged up Snoke. There's so much... Snopes. Why won't Lord Dern just be like, Hey, Oscar Isaac, be quiet. I have a plan. I'll tell you what it is, but just shut well, up. Because her plan was bad. Uh, it worked, okay, so... And no, it got blown up. It's, no, it worked, right? It got blown up until she suicided into the... Yeah. The, the one I mean, that she was all the point. She said, she said, here's my plan, and then it was working, and then Benicio Del Toro said, no, look, ship's over there, and then the uh, first order went, oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it didn't work because Benicio Del Toro's plot device of a character... Yeah. Like, uh, just, it's, like, uh, It's called them. a foil, guys. Oh. Is uh, it? Yes. <laughs> I was really? saying that as a... Wait, are you guys joking? No. no I'm not joking. Oh, sorry. Only no, foil. I'm joking. Okay. Only wear foil hats. A, fo- a foil's like a, like a character that's like it's like the opposite of another character. I no, thought a foil, foil was not... one of those things that you use when you're fencing. <laughs> like Ro- Romeo and Juliet. No. Like Romeo and... That's uh... what I make my hats out of. What's your name? Mercutio? <laughs> yeah, they're foils. You're losing this argument. <laughs> Romeo and Mercutio are foils to each other. They're foils. If I know that's anything right. about 10th grade English... <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Luke Skywalker represents Romeo. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Uh, all right, well, that was a good discussion. 